This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. And today is Wednesday, November 11th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Pennsylvania reported its highest daily positive case count since the beginning of COVID-19 pandemic at 4,361. Tuesday's numbers bring the statewide total to 238,657. The department reported 62 new deaths. The total number of deaths in Pennsylvania attributed to COVID-19 stands at 9,086. Health officials in Philadelphia are looking at more restrictions as the city records 879 new cases on Tuesday. I would say that the full range of options is something we're considering. Those are tough decisions, said Philadelphia Health Commissioner Dr. Dr. Thomas Farley. Uh, The number of hospital cases have more than doubled in the last two weeks. Health officials anticipate a further increase in cases, which is why they are looking at implementing new restrictions. Now, the CDC posted its most specific guidance yet on Thanksgiving, which emphasizes that the safest option for the holiday is celebrating only with the people in your household or taking extra precautions like wearing masks and keeping your distance if you celebrate with other others. A safe Thanksgiving during a pandemic is possible. Oh my God, is possible, but health experts say uh, don't travel and all gatherings should be held outdoors. Officials with AAA say while they're still working on official numbers, they anticipate significantly fewer flights compared to last year's record travel growth. Officials say if people do travel, it will be on the road. Uh, they're not really looking to fly. And it also, it's also important to uh, check state quarantine guidelines before you head out the door. If for some reason we get a a, a a stretch of weather like we've had the last few days, mm. I would love to have yeah. Thanksgiving outdoors. Outside. Oh I, I would set yeah. up a table the... and have it outside. It would yep. be like first time in my life ever doing something like that. But I'm, I'm not counting on that. But would that you would reopen be... the pool? Pretty amazing. Yeah. I would open <laughs> the shallow end yeah. and back carve oh. the turkey. <laughs> yep. Yep, absolutely. Don't they have floating turkey carving boards? Probably. <laughs> they've, they've got everything yeah. for the pool. When I was a kid, where, not a kid, but uh, we used to play quarters. <laughs> <laughs> the drinking game. My buddy, they had a pool, and we used this cutting board, and it was wooden. And it oh, was really? Float, so we would put our beer in there, and we would play no quarters kidding. in the pool. Yes. <laughs> See? So, Steve? Ne- necessity is the yes. mother of invention. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe they make a floating uh, turkey carving station. Uh, the CDC says to make Thanksgiving safer, if you're with friends or family outside of your household, you should be wearing a well-fitted mask, keep six feet of distance from people who do not live with you, and keep your hands clean. The agency also recommends bringing your own plate, cup, and utensils. That that's going to be me. I'm going to walk in with, like, all my own stuff. That sounds like so much fun, bringing your own food. Your, it, what well, it is, it, do, it's no, dinner on blanc without the pompasi. No, it, you know what, Steve? You're absolutely right because that's what they're saying. They're, they're, they're saying, then although it sounds it, ridiculous, yeah. bring your own food if you have to. Yeah, come on. Yeah, just uh, stay home then. Hosts can plan yeah. the meals outdoors with a limited group or open windows in a dining room. Uh, and they're just, they, yeah, they said bring your own food and drink if, uh, you know, that'll that'll keep it a lot safer. And if you are traveling, the guidance emphasizes checking travel restrictions, getting your flu shot, wearing a mask, distancing, and washing hands often in All public right. places. Uh, I'm sorry, President Jeff, Jeff, yeah. quickly, if you were to put the turkey over your head and <laughs> use that as a mask and then eat it that way, is yeah. that right? That would have that to be safe. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Uh, If you bought a Yeti mug with a magnetic slider lid this fall, you may want to check the product number. The Uh lid can eject and hot contents can spill out, posing injury and burn hazards. Is that, what do you have over there? 
Uh, you were showing me you have a, a cool magnet on your. I do. Yes, this is a Yeti. Have um, you seen her? This isn't the, this isn't the slide lid though. Oh, this okay. is like a I water have, bottle. I have the cups that have the slide lid on it. Yeah. Yeah. So did you buy a new one this fall? Um, it might. Do we have so many I of know. those? I, it's ridiculous. You and I love know. them because I just sit there when they're empty. I just sit there and flick the thing back and forth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just making the noise. It seems that every charity's been giving one out, you know, yeah. for a while. But yeah. Let me see what's what's unique um, so, about your Yeti bottle. So mine is a, a water bottle, and uh, the top comes off. So instead of putting the top on the counter and maybe losing it, it's a magnet on the Aww. side of the lid. Nice. <laughs> That's fun. That's Such great. Nice By the way, I heard just a slight bit of crackling there for a yeah. moment, and texters are saying, "Yes, we hear too." Oh, oh. no, they yep. can. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, but it's uh, it sounds like it's dissipating, which is good. All right. So Yeti said in a consumer safety report last week announcing the recall, about two hundred fifty thousand of its popular Ramblers are being recalled. In a filing with the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission on November fourth, the company revealed that there have been two reports on the slider ejecting after being. Sealed with a hot li- a hot liquid. So basically, when you you know you put the top on, yeah. I guess it's popping up and spilling the hot liquid out. I mean, besides the fact that it is a um, a really really good product, it, why? How do they get away with charging so much for their product? Like their coolers are two hundred and fifty dollars. They, they are parlaying the name brand. It's like uh, Dyson. So Dyson's yeah. stuff is legitimately good, yeah. well, that's, but that's, it's, it's expensive. But yeah. that's it. It's yeah. legitimately it's really good. good. It's, it's good, and people like me will buy a giant water bottle. So <laughs> they, seem to be, they seem to be made more sturdily yeah. uh, than, than other coolers, Listen, and they will yeah. put something in there to probably stay for several days cold. You know? I, cold and hot. Like That's the crazy thing. Yeah. I can I can pour coffee in there at you know 7 o'clock in the morning and go back at noon. Oh, and coffee's still warm. I can put... Ice water in there at seven, and the ice is still there at noon. That's like the, the way yeah, of the Eddie. Yeah, it is yeah, the way of the yeah. Eddie, Steve, as they say. <laughs> so there have not been any reports of injuries since the Rambler twenty ounce travel mugs were recalled last week. The outdoor manufacturing company Rambler. Wow. Oh yeah. my god. That's a lot of crackling. Okay. So they keep going. Keep yeah, going. Yeah, keep going. We're on the air. Yeah. Anyone who purchased one. Did that happen when you hit the the mm. sound effect? It did. Hit another. No. One. Oh, Okay. Right. I mean, anyway. I moved the mouth. Yeah, okay. Oh, boy. He wasn't even on that side. All right, okay. The company told CNN that the product was available for purchase on its website from October 1st through the 9th and that just 15,000 mugs were ultimately sold. Yeti isn't asking for the whole mug, mug back. Um, they say just return the lid and they will replace that. All right, in sports this morning. <laughs> The Sixers aren't bringing back the exact black uniform they wore when they last won the Eastern Conference, but thanks in part to Ben Simmons, they're going with something similar for their 2020-21 City Edition uniforms. The design right above the word Philadelphia looks like Boathouse Row, and Simmons, who helped design the uniforms, told reporters he insisted on adding in the red trim to an earlier black and blue design since he feels the color combination is synonymous with the Sixers. This weekend's SEC matchup between top-ranked Alabama and defending national champion LSU has become the latest college football game to be postponed because of the coronavirus pandemic. A combination of positive tests, contact tracing, and quarantining will force Saturday's Alabama at LSU game as well as Texas A&M at Tennessee to be postponed. You need to wrap it up. Okay, yeah, you got, that you got to wrap is it up. what I have for you this yep, morning. It's, uh, it's so bad. Well, yeah, okay, so how do we do that? What do I do?
Nothing. Oh, now it stopped. It completely it stopped. <laughs> Oh. Did it? So people are blaming me, but as soon as Casey leaves the studio, right? And when Casey hit the sound fact, uh-huh. I don't know. I'm not really sure. Do you want me to do that? Uh, I don't know. What do you think? I just heard I, another I, I little crackle. Oh, there no. it goes Let's again. Go, yeah. right, go again. to the door. So, uh, so it's my fault. are you going to turn on the mics? And I mean, do we walk over? Do we go and take well, commercial I'm gonna break? Well, I'm going to switch over. I'm going to switch over. Okay, Casey's going to switch over. You know what? In all the years, I've never known what actually the words switch, switch over, over mean <laughs> when Casey goes in there to move things around. Now, we hear the crackling. We're working on it. We're going to move into another studio and see if we can uh, fix the problem. So... I don't know what switch over means. Do I keep talking? Yeah, why not? not? Okay, well, I'm going to have some coffee right now. All right, I've switched over. You can let them know that uh, they are no longer on the air. No, I am on the air. This is Casey in Studio 4. What is this, 4F? Oh, my goodness. Somebody's got to check to see if uh, Mercury is in retrograde. Um, Casey Boy, here's the Casey Boy Show on 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Are we actually live on the air right now, Marissa? All right, we are live on the air. All right, so, man, this microphone is really, really sensitive. i got to turn some things off over here. Do you want us over here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's got to come over here. I, w- I guess I wasn't clear about that one um, because we can't. Uh, hi, Keith. Hi. We, we can't continue to do our show if that's going to be the case over there. So Preston's making his way in here. Go ahead, Press. That uh, microphone is live. By the way, that microphone sucks. How does it? Oh. Okay, so uh, bear with us for just a moment here. Where are I? We have not been in this studio in years. Where's the volume for the headphones, Casey? Uh, right here. This should you be. Turn it way down. Oh no 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 no! These are headphones. Ah, thank you. That's much better. Okay, now, hey guys, hey. how you doing? Oh, your microphones aren't on. Let me. Uh, I think they're these uh, faders here. Can I hear uh, you guys? Speak? Hello, hello. There we go. Oh. Hi. We're back in. Um, which studio is this? 4F. I said 4F, the same thing. Thank you. I forgot the uh, name of it. So we are now back. We're we're Pierre and Jackson and uh, Jackie Bam Bam and everybody does their Where we shows. came from. We initially did our shows from in here for years, uh, for a couple of years, and that was about it. And then they built us our own studio. And we haven't been back in since, except for an occasional visit or so. And I realize now that I can't see Steve at all. <laughs> Over here. But yeah, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to. Well, you got everybody's gonna have to shift over or something like that because I can't see anything. So it's like the house you grew up in. Like you're hey, glad to go back and visit for the holidays, and then so you're small. like, it's time to go. Let's yeah. start the camp out right now. <laughs> hey guys, good news. I don't have a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And Steve's mic. I don't know which one that is because I can't hear you at all. Steve. Test one two. Test one two. Okay, there we go. That's much Just better. Just one, two. There we go. All right. So, um, all right. So normally at this time, I tell you what we have coming up on the show, but that oh. stuff is all we in don't the know. other room. Fox Good Day, Brian Postine. Oh, there you go. Fox Good Day. Meet and uh, Secret Text Word. Any idea what we have for that? Yes. Uh, we have a prize. All right. So, Text Word, Secret 39333. And you might win a prize. We're going to send a letter Prices to you. Prizes are good. Later, ask you to call in with that letter, and the designated caller will win that. And we'll grab a random text or two for the prize. We'll <laughs> see what that is a little bit later on. But, um,. Uh, I don't know exactly what to do because I don't remember um, when when you work in radio and you uh, use the mixing console, the the control board. <laughs> you don't know how to take us into a break. I don't know. I think it's these four <laughs> ones right here. <laughs> Well, well, you've been working on a, sure. a different board. Oh, my so God, long. for years. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. So, so. Hit a button, press. 
Well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try and fade this up and see if... Yep, there's music. It's okay. All right. Hey. All right, so what we'll do is we'll take a break break, and we'll figure this crap out. We're all going to get some coffee. We may be doing our show from a different location today, but we'll find out. Uh, keep in mind, it's a lot like what the Camp Out for Hunger is going to sound like because we usually are confused <laughs> yeah, and don't yeah, know yeah. what's going on the first few hours of that show, too. Uh, so anyhow, we'll take a break and come back in a second, and we'll get the stupid question trash. No, that's later on. Yeah. We'll, we'll get the entertainment okay. report, so we'll be right back. Stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Meet Krista, Steven Singer's most loved engagement ring, and take stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. It's easy. Just go to IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So I want to figure out where, uh, and we have to do this live on the air. I want to see if, if the sound effects are coming up, so I'm going to hit this. Yeah. Okay, that works. All, All right. right, so that's coming up on this particular fader on the board. And then Casey has a, a handheld microphone. Which uh, I know oh, works. I, I just don't it. know which pot it's on. Yeah, you sound good. How yeah. do I sound? You uh, you're we're good on. Hang on right. a second. got to figure out where all these mics are. So I'm going to turn everybody down. Casey, speak. Okay, I got you. I got you right here. All right, good. All right, good. Yay. We're good. There we go. Everybody good? We're yeah. good. Excellent. Do you think I need uh, to put like a little popper stopper on this thing? I no. think I feel like I do. Uh, for what? Just can, for a better sound? Can you sound? hear the, uh, the... Oh, a plosion guard is what they call it? Plosion guard. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think it's uh, six of one, half a dozen the other. I think we're going to be okay. But if you can find one, put it on there, Casey. Yeah, Absolutely. All right, so we're going to go with a uh, stupid question this morning. And uh, we are going to give away, as a prize, a $50 dining credit and an overnight stay at a Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. So the question I have for you this morning is, until the year 2000... Disneyland employees were not allowed to have what on their faces? Ah. 215-263-WMMR. Is it other Disneyland employees? No. And uh, you know what I was thinking? Like if somebody called in and said a a swastika tattoo, probably (laughs) technically that would be right. Yeah. But there's something a little bit... A specific that you're looking for. Remember, we always say it's the answer... Preston is looking at All right, 215-263-WMMR. Until the year 2000, Disneyland employees were not allowed to have what on their faces. Let's see if you know the answer to that. Going to go through some birthdays while we await your call. And today is the 11th of November. Is it the 11th of November? It yeah. is. Veterans yes. Day. All right, so that is correct. It is Veterans Day, of course, so make sure that you do reach out to veterans. Uh, we also have birthdays. Leonardo DiCaprio uh, turns 46 years old. And uh, uh, he's great. Uh, you know, there, there's a guy who completely grew on me who I thought, you know, I could dispense him easily at the beginning of his career. And then he started to put out one great movie after another. I just watched The Wolf of Wall Street again. Yeah. He's so damn good in that. And that movie just keeps getting better every time you see it. He is. He's fantastic in everything. That he really, you know, like, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I got, again, uh, you remember, like, what, uh, uh, Growing Pains, yeah. the little kid. Yeah. Okay, this kid will be a flash in the pan, and then here you go, this this expansive career. Yep. Uh, I, I'm fairly certain my wife, he does nothing for her. I, I want to say, because we were trying to go through... Your, your wife is, by decades, too old for him. Yeah, no, he, no, yes. no, 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 I don't mean in that way. younger. I don't, I don't <laughs> oh, mean in a... Um, 
in a oh, oh in an acting so hot, way. Okay, so, but in an acting way, yeah, because um, we were trying to you know um, pick out a movie to watch over the weekend, and there was I can't remember which one it was, but I'm like, oh, you haven't seen this? She's like, yeah, he just I don't I don't really don't care. let Leo yeah. hear this. Yeah, I It'll know, tear him yeah. up. Wow, no kidding. Okay, uh, I disagree with her. I want all right. Well, maybe the Revenant. Think, yeah, that doesn't was, work for that's you. The first that's the you. movie. Yeah, that's the movie that she was like, nah. I was like, yeah, wow. but he, he won but the But it's Oscar a rom-com. For- <laughs> yeah. uh, he's 46 today. Callista Flockhart, uh, who is married to Harrison Ford, yeah, I don't, is 56 today. Where did they meet, by the way? I mean, you know, I've never heard that story yeah. because they seem to be from two different worlds. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm not really sure. So, Maybe he was a big Ally McBeal fan. Uh, she turns 56 I love today. that show. Um, Demi Moore also celebrates her birthday today, and she had a bit of a resurgence earlier this year. She had the biography come out, and she was starting to kind of get a little bit more public and revealing some really interesting things about her life. I mean, that's the way to do an autobiography. If you're going to do it, you know, rip the Band-Aid off. And, I mean, I don't think she left anything no. unexplored. Uh, so she turns uh, 58 years old today. There was a time where she was like the the sex uh, symbol of Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rudy Sarzo, bass player. He's played with so many in the metal world. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne, Quiet Riot, White Snake, Blue Oyster Cult. And he turns 70 years old today. God, I find that hard to believe mm-hmm. that he is 70 years old today. Yeah. Uh, the great Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci has turned out to be one of my absolute favorite actors. Well, when he's a supporting actor in something, uh, it's usually going to be really good. He's in one of my favorite, favorite horrible movies, Burlesque. Yes. Arm, I know it's so bad. It's it. staggeringly bad and staggeringly wonderful, especially because of Cher. Yeah. But he's great in uh, Devil Wears Prada. He's, oh, yeah. He's the right-hand man. He plays the gay friend a lot, or, um, you know, but he's he's not gay. Uh, uh, Julie Julia is another great movie yeah. I loved. Uh, the Lovely Bones, he's really disturbing in. The Julie Jerkoff story. <laughs> Forgive me. That's the that's the, the the catchphrase from the movie. Forgive me. <laughs> from touchstone. I have a hat on my effects. Forgive me. All right. So she um yeah Stanley Tucci in the Julie Jer- Julie Jerkoff story is sixty years old today. Uh, we also have uh, Carson Kressley. Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Oh, I always, uh, you know, that he original. Was my favorite crew. on that Yeah, show. absolutely. Yeah. And a lot of them went on to do a whole bunch. I mean, they were successful actually before they were doing that, mm-hmm. but they went on and parlayed all that. Did you watch the second go around of the series? The second no. crew? I, been, I may have. I've been watching it. Yeah. It's yeah. really good. Is it? it? It's an entirely new cast of characters, obviously, but um, it, it there's a lot of heart in it. You know, yeah. and they, they really care about the people that they're trying to help, and they, they find some people who are introverts or, or just have never had any inkling as to how to dress nice or, or do anything like that. Take care of themselves and these guys want to help them take care of themselves i don't remember the 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 one uh character's name from uh queer for the straight guy but he went on to host chopped on um uh the food network yeah yeah i know can, you're talking has, about has a full-on career of that I too so his name yeah a few of them gone on to great things carson is 51 today uh jim paterik i had to look up who he was he was the original he brought the band survivor together he was a guitarist and backup singer but he co-wrote eye of the tiger did he yeah okay and, uh, so he's the guy that got that whole so band together. He was the he's original. He's the Paul McCartney of Survivor. Yeah, pretty much so. Uh, so he celebrates his uh, 70th birthday today, and we wouldn't have this classic without Jim Paterik. So happy Which we used in uh, Guantanamo style to torture contestants for a week. That's right. That was one of my most favorite promotions we ever did. Survive Survivor. Yeah. And we had people live in a an RV for a week. 
uh, and they had to listen to this song on loop 24 hours a day nonstop. In retrospect, I, I don't think I could have. I wouldn't have lasted a couple of hours. Especially since we had control of the volume yeah. up in the studio. We could turn it up and down at our will. Well, if they misbehaved. Yeah, we'd yeah, crank yeah. it way up. It was terrible. Uh, Jim is 70 today. And then the last birthday, Vinny Guadagnino ah. of Jersey Shore is celebrating his... He was the most likable of, of the entire crew. 33rd birthday today. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, bec- he was just trying to be like... The other guys, you know what I mean? And, and sort of failing. But he, he actually, he did a Chippendales run, you know. Oh, uh, really? Did he really? Well, he got a little jacked up. Yeah. looked pretty good. He had to. Yeah, yeah. He was with all those guys around. All right. Let's see if we can get an answer to this stupid question. And this will be our first shot at trying a phone call in here. So I can't promise you great things, but we'll give it a shot here. So until the until until the year, you see, you can't even speak no. when you have different headphones on. It doesn't on. sound right. Uh, so until the year 2000, Disneyland employees were not allowed to have what on their faces. And no, the, this texture, the answer is not semen. 215. Oh, my God. Two, that's what they said. 215 263 WMMR. I'm going to go to uh, Jeannie. Hi, Jeannie. Good morning. Oh, damn wait, it. Wait, wait, did you? I, I have this on. You have that on. I've got that turned up. I, I hit this button. Okay, no, no, no. She's All right, let's not, try it now. No. Hi, Jeannie. Can you hear me? Hi, yes. Hey! Yay! Thank you, Casey. Uh, Jeannie, do me a favor. Tell me what Disneyland employees were not allowed to have on their faces until the year 2000. A mustache. That is yeah. correct. Wow. Yeah. It sounds, it sounds sort of pathetic. Hang on the line. We're going to set Jeannie up with a $50 dining credit and an overnight stay at Hard Rock Hotel and Casino Atlantic City. Winner of 17 Best of Gaming Awards and Casino Player Magazine, including Best Suites, Best Spa, and Favorite Casino Resort. Indoor and outdoor dining is now available. You can get full escape rates at the hotel starting at $79 Sunday through Thursday. Visit HardRockHotelAtlanticCity.com. As you used to go into Disneyland um, Anaheim, uh, there was a sign up that... Uh, said no long hair. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, back in the 70s, no, right? I mean, wow. for, for, for guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, they used to be pretty hardcore about it. All right, we're going to start with some of the entertainment news uh, with uh, Jonathan Reese Myers, the actor. Apparently, his struggle with alcohol is continuing. He was arrested after a car crash in Malibu on Sunday. Here's here's a really good-looking guy who can act. Talented guy. Probably had a, you know, I, Booze has definitely slowed his career yeah. and, and, and hurt him. But, yeah. man, this is sad because it looked like he'd beaten it. He was great in uh, Bend It Like Beckham. That was yes. kind of a breakout role for him. And he, he's he gone on to some really cool stuff. But yeah. He's in a good movie, a really good movie, Preston, I think, with John Travolta called Paris is Burning, I think okay. is the name of it. And, and Travolta is a complete badass in this wow. movie. Uh, the 43-year-old was in the car at uh, the time of the accident. Police conducted a field sobriety test when they suspected he was intoxicated. Uh, he was arrested and jailed and has been since released. On Tuesday, his wife, Marlene, appeared to allude to the arrest in a video of him playing with their son, Wolf, that she had captioned, I feel since so many of our lowlights seem to find their way on the web, fair to share some happy moments so when Wolf is older, he can search and find and see and remember the happies. Uh, Myers has struggled with alcohol for years. He got sober, but relapsed in 2017 when uh, his wife had a miscarriage. And in 2018, he was detained after a domestic dispute with Lane on board an American Airlines flight. So the guy needs some help. I wonder if this is a, a product of everything, you know, just everything that's going on, the stress, you know, the uh, just the weight of everything, the lockdowns and all that stuff. It Possibly, can get to the, yeah, yeah. but you can always find an excuse, and yep. that's all it really is, is just an excuse. Yep.
Yeah. All right, so Rebel Wilson, she was on the Drew Barrymore show, and she opened up about the year of health she launched on her 40th birthday in March. She said, uh, I was going all around the world, jet-setting, everywhere, eating a ton of sugar. That was kind of my vice. I have a very sweet tooth. I love desserts. I've tried, like so many women out there, fads and diets and things before, and I'm like, I need to do a really holistic approach this time. I think what I mainly suffered from was emotional eating and dealing with the stress of becoming famous internationally. Uh, there's a lot of stress that comes with it, and I guess my way of dealing with it was like eating donuts. Uh, That's said, one of the ways. Uh, so I was working on the mental side of things and of why was I doing that and why was I not valuing myself and having better self-worth. And then also on the nutritional side, my diet was mainly all carbs, which are delicious. But for my body type, I need to eat more protein. So she tweaked her tweaked her uh, nutrition, and she's looking great. So uh, I was watching the movie Cats last night. Uh, yeah. Oh, on purpose? And? <laughs> All right, is it burlesque? Uh, uh, no, well, it could get to that point. Okay, uh, but she's in it, and she is a plays sort of a, uh, a you know lay around the house cat, and she, she looks completely different. By the way, Preston, there's like seven times in this movie where I think it's ended and it keeps going. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, oh, and, and they're all dancing, and you know the music's crescendoing, and I'm like, oh, okay, this the cats have. Got on the floaty thing, and now they seem to be happy about something that's happened. <laughs> and it starts back up again. And I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. Uh, well, she's lost like 70 pounds or so, so she's she's doing and all she's right. She's dating some stubbly guy, I think, who's connected to the, the Bush fortune or something like that. Uh, yeah, that's right. And Herzer Bush. Yeah. Yeah, you're correct. Who's, uh, whose weight loss is more dramatic, hers or Adele's? Or when it, when it comes Adele's, to like physical, definitely. Yeah, yeah, physical appearance is very, very different. Yep. Hamilton star Leslie Odom Jr. He's the guy who plays uh, Aaron Burr in the uh, in the show, and his wife Nicolette Robinson are expecting their second child together. Odom Jr. shared a shot of himself holding Robinson's baby bump with a gleeful Lucy, who is three years old, looking in and uh, touching the belly as well. And he captioned it: "Lots of reasons to celebrate over here. Lots of reasons for hope too. Baby boy and mama are doing swell." Uh, praying for him. Jinkies. All the little ones <laughs> on the way. Did you just say jinkies? The new class hero. Yes, he did. Press, uh, in in Hamilton, you had uh, made the observation that, that maybe Lin-Manuel Miranda, who created the whole thing, yes. is probably the least dynamic performer. Yeah, I, I think so. Of uh, all the leads. Thanks. Vocally, he's not quite as dynamic as everybody else, but he's a genius because of what he was able to create. Right. And he's great in the lead, but some of those people are, you know... Megatown. Some of those Broadway yeah. singers, are you're just like, my yeah. God, do you have talent. So when it comes to Leslie Odom Jr., do you think he is the most dynamic of all the nationwide spokes singers? Uh, have you seen all the commercials? Because he does one, that Tory girl does one. No. Spokes singers. Yeah. Oh, they, oh, the commercials where you feel like they're actually singing a song and then they end it with, Nationwide is on your Oh, no, I haven't... Uh, <laughs> I have not seen that one. There was a girl that was... That's a, Tori. I can't remember her yeah, last name. she was really good. Tori so Kelly? So he's doing this too? Yeah. I did not know that. All right. Just well, wait for the album to come I'm out. I'm going to have to wait for the nationwide album. It's all 10-second <laughs> cuts. Yes. Not even yeah. that. Like five-second yeah. cuts. Give it a couple spins. Yeah. Well, one of the songs? No, the entire album. Yeah. Uh, the countdown, down, the countdown <laughs> to The Bachelor. I thought you said Kal-El. It's... Okay, okay, so yeah. people won't understand because yeah. they're just they're hearing our voice on the other side. 
when you when you have a different sound coming into yeah, your yeah. headphones, it is difficult to articulate. So I'm gonna, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna try to soldier through Art, this. So I, I'm completely muffled in my headphones. Yeah, and, me too. And I'm looking at you through a hunk of mic. Yeah. So <laughs> the countdown to the Bachelor, featuring Matt James's journey. James's journey. Yes, is on. ABC announced Tuesday that the next season will bow on January fourth, and filming is uh, set to wrap around Thanksgiving. So I love you. They're, they're <laughs> happening. It's uh, it's underway. I love this. So the uh, official I love food. start will be j- January 4th. So yeah, that's uh, that's Matt James. I love James. balloons. You love balloons? <laughs> Alright. What else do you love? Gum. Cool. cool. I love gum. Those are good things. I love chewing it. Alright. I love it. Well, we'll find out more about him and gum on, uh, push pops. on January 4th. Uh, this is really cool, I think, anyway, because I think it's it's got potential. But uh, a silent word world for a quiet place is getting a little noisier. Jeff Nichols, the filmmaker behind such dramas as Mud and Loving, will write and direct an untitled spinoff connected to the events in the hit Paramount horror movie. So it's going to be a show. Uh, based on a quiet place. Okay, uh, and I assume that uh, will John Krasinski be the showrunner? Uh, he's going to be a part of it. Okay. So, so he directed and co-wrote the original, as well as the still unreleased sequel that's coming out, and came up with an idea for a new story. He will also produce via his Sunday Night Banner, along with Michael Bay, Andrew Form, and Brad Fuller. So, well, apparently, we get to see what Meepos looks like. In this oh, movie. really? <laughs> We're going to Meepos. Uh, I, the, that movie is so sensational. It's yep. it's perfect all the way through. And then if you take the other, um, the, the, the new one, the trailers, I was so excited because it was just about to be released. Yep. And then the COVID thing hit. So do we know a release date on that, Nick? For- I'll look it up. Uh, Quiet Place Part Two scheduled to open March twentieth, twenty twenty. All right. So, uh, but the a quieter re- place. The release that's uh, too quiet, see. too furious. Uh, wait, March twentieth, twenty twenty. That was when when it was supposed to come out. Okay, it's now scheduled yeah. for release on April twenty third, twenty twenty one. All right, um, that's not too bad. Yeah, but that's got that's got the potential for a show. Yeah. Absolutely, you know. And uh, I'm, I'm wondering what they'll. I wonder though if they will continue with the. What would get old is the lack of dialogue, uh, because they have to be quiet. Obviously, so yeah. Uh, well, I don't know how they'd work around that? I think what, what you can probably have is is um, camps and sound baffles, and yeah. or maybe the entire show takes place under a waterfall. Press. They could do that too. When you have things like um, um, Justice League coming back for HBO Max, right? Yes. You know, and they're able to extend it using a television platform instead of re-releasing it in theaters or things. Do you think? Something like a sequel to Quiet Place could then be extended on a Netflix or a streaming platform in a way that people wouldn't necessarily have to go back to the theaters to watch. Yeah, I think they're going to, and in fact, I think in a, uh, many of them are going to be prompted to do that right? just out of sheer necessity. Yeah. All right, so speaking of, you mentioned uh, uh, the Justice League and so on. Let's go down the, the path of superheroes. The first episode of Marvel's WandaVision, Steve sent me this article, was filmed in a classic black and white uh, shot in front of a live studio audience as a love letter to the golden age of television. I have a friend who was in the audience. No way. Yeah, she, she's a production assistant down in Georgia. She's been back and forth uh, with Marvel and then had to stop because of the pandemic. But uh, she was um, a member of the studio audience for that first episode. That's and this cool. apparently, reading this story and reading this whole WandaVision thing, Preston, this is part of existing Marvel storyline. Okay. So it, it is... 
Uh, and it's a cool thing. And if you watch it, it seems to be, oh, wow, this is cheesy and this is fun and looks interesting. And then there's a dinner conversation where you realize something is wrong. Right. So what's great about this is they've, rather than delaying it, they've moved it up. So it was going to be in spring of 2021. They're calling it's, it a quiet place, too. It's supposedly <laughs> going to be in December of this year. Wow. So right. uh, in the article, it's revealed. Or is it sooner than that? Is it this month, Steve, were you saying I saw, I saw next month. Yeah, next December. Oh, December. Okay, yeah. good. So uh, in the article, it's revealed that the cast and crew uh, took a truly authentic approach to the production of WandaVision to ensure uh, that they capture the vintage look of an old-school sitcom. The six-episode series reunites Elizabeth Olsen's Wanda Maximoff and Paul Bettany vision in a trippy dreamscape that seems to shift the duo through family sitcom styles of the past. So that goes from black and white 50s, early 60s area to the groovier 60s and 70s period and the classic 80s TGIF 90s all the way through that. So in order to replicate some of the classic sitcoms, Olsen and Bettany acted out some scenes in front of a live studio audience. And she said it was insanity. Uh, She said there was something very meta for my own life because... That's a new character. Well, listen to this. She said, I would visit those tapings as a kid where my sisters were working on Full That's House. That's right. That's right, yeah. So she already had a feel for that live audience thing, so it threw her back Honest, to that time. Honestly, look at the genetics. I mean, would you ever peg her as the sister of those two? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bettany added that the cast and crew were on, quote, a high by the end of it. He said... Uh, he admitted that uh, they wanted to keep on running the show after experiencing the thrill of the live shoot. And the team's commitment to creating something that felt like a mid-century sitcom extended through a bunch of aspects of production with each department playing their own unique part in the traditional setup. Crew members would actually arrive on the set wearing 50s-style clothing. Makeup artists added blue to their color palettes to make vision appear in grayscale. Camera operators used different lenses and lighting techniques to create a vintage glow. I love that. And the sound effects team uh, performed practical effects for a throwback feel, so they were going old school. We've been waiting on these these Marvel shows for a while, and so this is really... Uh, really cool. Really exciting. Yeah, so listen, for whatever 2020 has been, um, I think... Which has been awesome. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I think, you know, we're going to have this dump coming soon, which is going to be... We need a good dump. We do need a good dump, right? <laughs> it's been building for a while. And... Yeah. 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 Right, Kath? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, so the show is now wrapped production and scheduled to be uh, premiering in... Uh, December, which yeah. would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. Big Bang Theory alum Kaylee Cuoco tells a Hollywood reporter her, uh, of her decision to take on a very different role with HBO Max's The Flight Attendant. This looks really good. She said, I've been uh, with the same team for nearly uh, of nearly 20 people, agents, managers, attorneys, uh, publicists, since I was about 15. During the last few years of Big Bang Theory, they were all... Uh, telling me, you might want to start thinking about your next step. They knew that I wasn't planning, so it was one of my managers who told me to look out for an article or a book that I liked. And one night, I was swiping through upcoming books on Amazon. I saw the flight attendant. I read one sentence and called my attorney and said, have you heard of this book? And if you have, did Reese Witherspoon get the rights? (laughs) I was assuming that she probably did. She said, I had not even read the book yet, and all of a sudden, I have the rights. I guess I guess I'll just uh, walk into uh, Warner, uh, Peter Roth's office, and uh, with it, and say, hey, let's make this the flight attendant bows on November 26th. What's it about? I, I, it, it seems to be that she's a, a troubled flight attendant, and there seems to be some sort of um, uh, crime element involved with it. I just saw a quick teaser, but it looks like, it, Nick, 
Yeah, is there so, a synopsis of it? Yeah, flight attendant Cassandra Bowden uh, wakes in her hotel room in Dubai, hungover from the night before, with a dead body next to her. That's it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So it's, it's like a quiet place. Yes, yeah, a lot like yeah. that. All right, so uh, Matthew Morrison is set to star as The Grinch in a two-hour production of Dr. Seuss's The Grinch Musical on NBC this December. What, what Did you like the Ron Howard uh, Grinch movie? I really didn't even watch it. I didn't like it. I saw. I, I didn't I, like it. I, I, I so much so just the visuals. I was like, I don't think I want to watch that. I just never did get. You talking about call. the Jim Carrey yeah. one? Yeah, yeah. I I'm sorry, and I, I was, I was trying not to uh, compare it to the Boris Karloff narrated. Right. You know the the whole thing, and and <clears throat> the, the the production values are great, but there was just something about it was just. It works as a half-hour little story. Yeah, sometimes it yeah. does not yeah. need to be extended. Like, we didn't need to know the subtext right. of, you know, Cindy who. Any of you guys like it? Not really. Yeah. You know what? It's funny, um, because I had Jace watch it, and he was, like, not that into there that one. <laughs> I'm like, really? I go, why? Why not? Let's watch it. Yeah. And he just, I mean, he, he got through it, but he would rather watch the other ones. Uh, so the theatrical event will air December 9th, 8 p.m. Dennis O'Hare will star as Old Max, uh, Boo Boo Stewart as Young Max. We know Boo Boo Stewart. We do know him from The, the Descendants. Yeah. And newcomer Amelia Minto as Cindy Lou Who, who which was played by Taylor Momsen. Yeah, right. uh, Pretty reckless in the in the Ron Howard film. Uh, so uh, Morrison said, in what has been an extremely challenging year for all of us, it is an honor to bring some holiday cheer blah, into blah, viewers. Blah, blah, blah. This December. I got a job. He said, uh, <laughs> my wish is to bring some Whoville magic to this holiday season. And while the pandemic presents some challenges in bringing a stage production to life, <laughs> we are excited to present a unique version of this seasonal favorite in a new creative and imaginative way. Yeah. So I I don't know. Are they going to do this live like they have? Yeah, they're going to do it live. Um, and that's, that's the plan. You know, though, he was really good, Preston, in American Horror Story 1984. Okay. Uh, he played a John Holmes kind of point. Porn star. Okay. And it was hilarious. All right. Nice. Matthew Morrison. All right. One last story, and then we'll we'll take a shot at the clips. All right. Uh, on the eve of the worldwide release of the Xbox Series X, is it X or 10? I'm calling it X. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Dwayne Johnson and Microsoft have joined together to surprise 20 children's hospitals around the U.S. Uh. with custom consoles. Uh, the move is in the same vein of a promotion that took place when the same duo joined up for the release of the original Xbox back in 2001. And apparently they're giving them really good discounts. Um, so let me see <laughs> yeah. here. I don't know if Philly is on this list or not. Oh, if they don't have Chop on this list uh, here. They're all they're all children's hospitals, but um, it's it's a lengthy list and it's single-spaced. And look at this. I can't. You can't uh, read that. Come on, man. We're in a new studio. No you don't sound right. Um, so the custom consoles will be marked with Johnson's Brahma Bull logo alongside a message saying, keep smiling and have fun. Love, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So the, both both these systems are getting very good reviews, the PlayStation and the Xbox. So, But, but these kind of things at a children's hospital mm. make all the difference in the world. So are they both coming out around the same time yeah. around now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They usually don't do that, do they? No, no. Yeah, this is the first time where it's like... Well, decide like almost right on top of each other. Yeah, yeah right yeah, yeah. on top of each. Other. Normally, there's there's. It seems at least if I recall, a little bit of a lag between the releases. But seems like there's more of a dump of uh, Xbox than there is PlayStation. Uh, my, my friend just got two Xboxes. That's that's what I'm basing that last statement. Okay. On. Yeah. 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 No. I, I um, I'm 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 getting them. I'm just not fanatical right now. Yeah. You know what you l tend to realize is that. 
there's there's the quantum difference always promised is it, you know you you don't need it like a lot of times. I still like the PlayStation Four. PlayStation Four is great. Yeah, I love it, and so. I, I play most of my stuff on that. Though I was an Xbox guy, and yeah. I plan to get the new Xbox. Uh, the custom Series X will also come with controllers branded with the Brahma Bull logo. So they're going to get that out. All right, we're going to try the clips. That's a different Tiffany roll, but that'll work. Yeah, it's a different system. All right, so... It's a different day. A beautiful morning. <laughs> where am I? <laughs> your, uh, your Vox Pro's right here. Okay. It's going to come up right there. Thank you very much. <laughs> Let me pop this one down. A worldwide financial conspiracy is discovered by a group of traders. Hit it again. Well, you know what? Let me give you a longer one. That... <laughs> 18 seconds is not enough. A worldwide financial conspiracy is discovered by a group of traders of a large investment bank in Devils. Devils! And in this clip, star Patrick Dempsey recalls his first impressions when reading the script for the pilot. Let me try this. Let's see if it works. Here we go. When I first read the pilot, I, I, the, the first episode, I kept turning the page, and I was constantly surprised by the reversals, where I, I got ahead, and then I was like, oh, that's not where it's going at all. And that surprised me and then halfway through i was uh, i was like okay i'm in all right there we go uh devil's airs tonight at eight that's on the cw here is the next clip for you mm-hmm. there we go. a newly appointed coroner investigates a series of mysterious deaths in coroner and in this clip playing the coroner star Sarinda Swan as the coroner discusses why this show is a perfect show to binge during these uncertain times and it's called coroner here we go there's a lot of levity to it there's a lot of like humanity to it it's actually kind of one of the perfect shows to watch right now because it's about living in a time that may not be the easiest but watching somebody who's cracked but not broken kind of make their way through it, which I love. So it's, it is actually quite a perfect show to binge watch right now. Stop looking at you, <laughs> I would have made it turn the coroner. Coroner airs tonight at 9, and that is on the CW. So there we go. We survived in the entertainment report. Um, if you did just, a fine job. If you're just tuning in, we, the Preston and Steve Show cast members, have moved out of the Preston and Steve Studios, which we've been in for a good dozen years or so now doing our show. Uh, we had a we had a technical malfunction, and we've had to move into the main WMMR studio. We have not been in here in a long, 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 long time, uh, and so we're kind of getting a feel for the studio and how it works in this board. I haven't I haven't touched these controls in ages, uh, and it sounds a little bit different to us. So we're working on uh, and, and and we're going to be minus some of the uh, the things, uh, some of the toys that we have in the other room. Uh, so we're going to do our best to work through this. That's right. We have enough lava lamps for the whole city. I yeah. love <laughs> The lava lamps. They're actually there. distracting because I want to see what, you what watch the lava will do next. I Listen, know. <laughs> when, when Pierre redecorated our office area, he put out in the main lobby area, he put two lava lamps. When I come in in the morning, I'm the one that turns those I know. On. I saw oh, you yeah. yesterday doing I it. I love them. Yeah. I think they look so cool. Well, there's more over here on this see, side. I, I don't know even, if you can see them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. We have a plant in here. We yes. do. That's nice, too. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's a complete different story here in the MMR studio. So, but uh, we're going to do what we can. We're going to have a good show yeah. today. It's a Wednesday morning. We have a secret text word, and we have a chance for you to win a digital download of Jungle Land. 
Uh, and if you text the word secret to 39333, we'll send you a word and we'll ask you to call in with that later on. And we'll also grab a random texter. Um, Fox Good Day, probably not going to happen, maybe. I'm guessing. So maybe? Maybe. Okay. Oh, right, things maybe. are happening in the other studio. I saw one of our engineers come in, Preston. Marissa's going to try to get that underway, and uh, we'll also have our friend uh, Brian Passane on the show. So we'll take a break, come back in just a moment or two, and keep the momentum moving forward. We'll be right back. Freshen up your look with a fall merch update at MMR's Rock Shop. Head to WMMR.com and grab the latest hoodie or winter hat. For all you Halloween heads, hit up aisle one for a flurry of ghostly face masks. They'll get you right in the spirit. And work nicely if you're one of those, this is my costume kind of people. Plus, gift cards, t-shirts, hats, and coffee mugs for a unique gift for that person who has everything. The Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Everything that rocks your wardrobe. And more. All right, so it appears to be working. Wow. Okay. What a difference, man. My headphones sound weird. It's not so, but I, I can deal with that for now. I'll have Casey come in here and, and try and fix that because it sounds... Uh, well, in e- my ears, you echoing. sound like just golden honey. Do I yeah. really? Unbelievable. dripping? <laughs> dripping with sexuality. Nice. All right, Casey, you can come uh, back into the uh, into the Preston and Steve studios uh, as we <clears throat> are back on board, sort of. But I do, yeah, I got to get this thing, I got to get this fixed. What, your headphones sound weird? Yeah, you sound normal to me, but mm. I sound like I have what's called a chorus effect. Oh, that's not good. Okay. Uh, on my on my microphone, so... Um, you sound normal to us. I ain't doing anything. Worth. I'm not doing anything, until, so I have it my way. Until somebody gets in here. Uh, Casey <laughs> will probably know what to do here to switch my headphone input. Uh, hang on a second here. There I am. Oh! There I am. It's me. Yeah. I know it sounds completely the same to you guys, but that, so that was important. To like, so you go. Let's say you go into work today, and you are you're working. Uh, you're an accountant, and you have your presets on your computer, and they're changed. It's the same thing. Yeah, you're gonna have to spend some time, right? Yeah, trying to acclimate to the the way things are running, or you're gonna have to have them completely retool it for you. So <laughs> now, in all that confusion uh, that uh, we got straightened out, which is awesome now. Um, we didn't get a chance to chat off air about what we want to talk about on air because oh, right. we were busy going back and forth. And <laughs> how about spills that take that ruin things? Oh my god! Because <laughs> we do have a history of that. I'm telling you, yes. Uh, and that is that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, and I mentioned when we were hearing the crackling. If you're just tuning in, we we um, Nick had spilled coffee. We thought maybe that might have been the cause of it, but Bill said he couldn't find any moisture in the system at all. Right, which is um, so weird. But, I tried really hard because I spilled a lot of coffee. <laughs> Nick spilled 24 ounces of coffee all over the count, the, the console here, and so then we started hearing this... <laughs> it was overwhelming. We couldn't... And, and I've heard that sound before because yes. when we worked at uh, WDRE a thousand years ago, uh, Sarah, who's our morning show host had taken a uh, a bottle of orange juice, and it was, you know, like the pulpy kind, so she wanted to shake it up uh, before oh, no. drinking oh, it. And so they were on the hair, and they, they weren't, the mics weren't live, but, right. but she had, the, the top wasn't oh, secure, and she started shaking it up right over the mixing console, and it just flooded it. It went all over the place. And there it was. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Please don't do that. Uh, and, oh, I didn't know this story. And so it it shorted it out the whole system, and we had to for like a week. We had to broadcast out of the production studio. 
Which was everything was rinky dinky. Oh yeah, unbelievably was I here for cheap. This? No, this is a WDRE. Oh, WDRE, different oh, radio oh, station. Oh. So, uh, and Sarah got a lot of trouble over that. And then we couldn't, we weren't allowed to drink anything in the studio anymore after that. You couldn't have any liquids. I do remember you saying that. Yeah, yeah. Which you abided by? Oh no. <laughs> Oh, you did it! <laughs> You've got to drink for Christ's sake. Some you got. You need to listen. We're broadcasters. Yes, your 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 mouth gets dry. We're not and, animals. Yeah, and you can't uh, you can't go on. So, uh, but that wow. that nearly ruined it big with, time. With my spill this morning, it was one of those things where um, I, I I did not hit the coffee cup hard. I I raised my left hand. I was shifting around, and, and it was it, I tapped the top of it. You were showing and, me how to do the electric slide. <laughs> and did, you, did you spa, uh, spaz after that? Oh, and well, no, but you know what? In that case, Steve sprung into action like a hero, <laughs> ran down the hall, grabbed an entire roll of paper towels. I meanwhile stood here, and I'm like, "Well, there's got to be stuff I can dab this up with," and 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 there wasn't. And so I'm now I'm just looking at it, and then Steve came running back in with but the entire roll of paper towels. You knew you weren't going to get to it quicker than I would because right. you saw my skipping abilities. <laughs> That's yeah. true. I think the, the physical reaction to spilling something <laughs> is as instantaneous as it is like when you stub your toe yes. or bang your chin Ooh, or something like that. Or a car like, accident. No! Yeah. It's the same. Yeah, I mean, like, you freak out immediately. What I, happened? Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree a thousand percent, especially though when you're around electronics. Oh, man, I remember my, this was first time out gambling. Yeah, I'm 21 years oh, old, man. however, and we go to a riverboat in in uh, St. Louis, and my buddy Steve and I are playing. <laughs> we're playing blackjack, and I think he did it three times. Oh my god! Where he knocked a full beer <laughs> right onto the table. Oh, I hate that. And I don't know how they didn't kick him out of there, but he I, did it three times. What in do a they row. do in a case like this? If they, if if, al- if stuff is spilled onto an active gambling table, yeah. None of, well, we kept playing, so the cards didn't get wet. Each time it happened at when after the dealer had, <laughs> I guess he was going for a drink, and the, the dealer had already cleaned up the cards and hadn't re-dealt, and was, they, they were in the shuffling machine. And uh, yeah, What would you do hilarious. in a case like that? I, I guess I you'd have know. to play it through wet, right? Yeah, you'd have to, because yeah. everybody else would demand that uh, you know the cards are already on the table and uh you got to you got to go forward so. so the worst so in those situations of course as you say when you're driving when um the and I had it well Kathy you yeah. had it oh, just you just had it. had it Steve's entire uh coffee spilled in my cup holder and the entire front console front seat passenger and, seat of my car and then you're just counting the time to see if something electric is going to kick up because it goes yeah. into the console and you're just waiting at that time, you try to put it in park, and it won't. Yeah, right. It's not a spill, but recently when uh, Pierre left all his windows down and his sunroof open, in his Tesla, which is all electronic, poured rain. I mean, like a downpour of <laughs> biblical proportions. He said he comes in and he says his hand sanitizer was floating uh-huh. in the cup holder. Oh dear! Mm. Oh dear! Um. There's one other thing I was going to mention. Uh, I don't remember what it is. I'm still a bit scared. Oh, you know what? I know what it is. Number of the text messages coming in are saying, thank God it wasn't soup. <laughs> soup. Because yeah. honestly, we would never do anything again because Bill was was in anticipation of our soup uh, events. What if you smell it? I think, I think that if, if that would have happened, Bill instinctively, something in the cosmos would have alerted him and he would have woken up from his sleep <laughs> without knowing. It would have just been, yeah. <laughs> Buffalo, 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 <laughs> buffalo, <laughs> buffalo motorcycles, cigars, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Buffalo's motor, <laughs> Buffalo motorcycles and cigars. cigars. Bill just drove up to Buffalo on a motorcycle. He doesn't smoke cigars anymore. He doesn't? No, Excuse he me? stopped. It's been over a year now. He's gotten into soup. Whoa. Yeah, he's gotten into soup. It's crazy. No, he, um, I guess he was smoking too many, right? Uh, he oh. was having a breakfast cigar. Maybe a lunch cigar, definitely a dinner cigar. A brunch cigar, mid-afternoon cigar. Yeah, I, listen, I, and I like cigars myself, but I never, I don't want to be the cigar guy who right. has to have one every single day because I was the cigarette May guy. May I see your so cigar long. guy? <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but but he stopped altogether. Oh, yeah. good, good for him. Yeah. Good. All right, well, listen, I do have a couple of things that I uh, could mention and uh, a, a couple of local ties uh, to these. Steve, you sent over an article about... Uh, Kobe Bryant's house was sold. His his Pennsylvania house, his childhood home. Yeah, it actually still has the uh, the hoop he practiced on in that the back. Is, that is correct. The yeah. the hoop that that Kobe would play on is part of the home, I, and uh, that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I'm surprised. Um, I I I'm not familiar. I, I was looking at a picture of the house, and it seems like it's. Uh, a nice, nice house, a decent house. Yeah. It, it seems to have gone for lower than I would have expected it to go for. Yeah, I don't think that, you know, just the fact that it was Kobe's made it a high-dollar thing. Well, I think what it what it does is gives it free advertising, right? So, yeah. like, the, when it yeah. went up for sale uh, earlier in the year, people knew about it. Uh, it's in a great school district. It's not too far from uh, Montgomery Ave. So, uh, you know, it's Lower Marion School District, obviously. So, it's it's a nice home. But, yeah, it's not uh, it's not a mansion by any stretch. No, no I don't know. Th- I'm sorry, Case. I don't know the square footage on it, but I do have some of the specs It's on just it. a split-level house. It, right. and, but, it, again, it's in a great zip code. Right. And so that's that's what's going to uh, you know raise that price you know, as high as it is. Cool in his room, Casey. Uh, uh, on the other wall are two holes where he'd put his feet through. Uh, <laughs> where at, at the end of his bed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so five bedroom, three and a half bath, occupied by the Bryant family during uh, Kobe's adolescence. Uh, the house was placed on the market in September. They were asking eight ninety nine for it, so essentially nine hundred thousand dollars, and eventually sold for eight hundred and ten thousand dollars, and. They're saying uh, the selling number might be symbolic because it reflects the 81-point game that he play- that he had against Toronto in 2006, and that was the second-highest-scoring point total game in NBA history, of course, behind Wilt Chamberlain, who got a 100-point game in 1962. All right, I mean, but it's not like they sold it. It's not like his parents still live there, right? Like, So it, no. it has changed uh, ownership oh, yeah. over the... Years. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Jervis if, was living there. I don't know how many other people have lived in the house since they sold it, Case. Yeah, but it's, uh, I don't think his mom and dad are the ones who sold that. I, I don't even know the status of, of Kobe's mom and dad. I don't really know much about the, the Bryants. Well, his, his dad was a player here, Jellybean, and uh, he played for the Sixers, and um, and then they played in Italy. He played in Italy for a little while, which is why Kobe spent uh, a lot of his childhood in Philly, but also spent time growing up in Europe. It's also why he was fluent in several languages. So I believe um, Joe Jellybean uh, Bryant got a job and was playing with the Sixers. They moved back to Philly, and then uh, and then Joe wanted to raise Kobe in this area. So that's why he ended up in Lower Marion. Uh, he went to Ballykinwood, okay. I think, middle school, and then Lower Marion High School. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it comes with the hoop that he would practice on. So that's that's pretty special. Do you, so we had the story yesterday about the full house house in um, yeah. in San Francisco. Uh, would would you would that ever hold sway for you? Would that be a deal maker if you had two houses that were neck and neck? No. No. Uh, no. That's, not, there, there to be honest, a, not in the slightest. Yeah. When, it, when it comes to your home, your dwelling, the place where you are going to live... There are other standards that have to be met that yeah. that would that that wouldn't weigh at all. It for would me. sway me away. I think. 
I mean, if it was a famous house that you saw in the beginning of every what single... What are you talking about? You grabbed up a famous house. I know, but it's... <laughs> Luann Kahn's old house. Luann Kahn's old house. No, but there's a big difference. I remember uh, the day you went out house hunting, you said, I'm going to get Luann Kahn's house. I don't care what I have to do. Well, what I mean is, are you brought up the full house house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if it was Kobe's house, yeah, because people don't know where that is. But, like, if it was... Like a landmark, right? Well, like the, like the Brady Bunch house, right? yeah. Which would be a perfect example, yeah. Right? I wouldn't want to do that. Um, okay, just because because I, of that unwanted attention. Yeah, yeah. So this sold for yeah um, uh, about ninety thousand dollars less than they were asking for it. But I just um, thought it, I thought it with that added to it that they would get above asking price, and they didn't. Yeah, especially in this market. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's it's a seller's market. Yeah, right now, big time. So. Uh, nope, it's old, and uh, David Wire and TJ Soxo are the ones who listed it, so they get the commission on it. I didn't want to reveal this, but uh, on Friday, I'm looking at Butterbean's old condominium. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Good luck with that, <laughs> Butterbean. Did you see that other house I sent you? <laughs> no. Oh, there's a house in uh, Berwyn. It's in Philly Magazine, and it's now oh. the highest listed price in uh, for any house in the area. It's something like $38 million, Steve. So $38 you could, million. You could get Butterbean's house or... <laughs> This one, um, I believe at some point it was uh, associated with one of the Campbell's soup heirs. Um, it got, all comes back to soup. Buffalo, um, <laughs> cigars, up! <laughs> but uh, I grew up in, in Paoli, and we would ride our bikes around this area, and it's this gorgeous home. It's 200-plus acres, but, yeah, there's an article about it in Philly Mag. I'll see if I can pull it up. Now, okay, now, with that, if, if you're talking a home like that, maybe a family prior owner might sway a little bit if it was like you know the dupont family owned this or you know i'm talking about locally sure maybe it has a bit well and not a nefarious reputation people with that kind of money don't care who owned the house before them yeah you don't think so i think they do i read an article kathy where that actually is an issue like out in um in uh, calabasas or we talked about yeah we did talk about living in like uh you know daryl zanuck's old home or there or joan crawford's old place um, Larry Storch's house, Preston. Larry Storch. Uh, so Nick pulled up a, the article about this, uh, the 222-acre farm in Berwyn, $38 million. Uh, washer dryer? Wow. Uh, let me see. <laughs> Central air? 14,031 square foot main house. Yeah, there's several houses for employees of the farm, so you can have uh, people come over and live there if you want. The main home is 14,000 square feet. That is just absolutely Kathy, that's a lot of cleaning. Massive. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, it is the centerpiece and the hub of the farm, built in 1900, a fine uh, center hall colonial wow. that departs from the standard formula on several fronts. Uh, the first of those fronts is uh, it's informal massing. As you can see in the photo. At yes, the of course. It's obvious the informal massing. I hate formal massing. What the hell is massing? Formal massing where it has a bow tie. Uh, then there's a floor plan. Uh, let's see here. Um, is it formal, like a formal like gathering area? There's Probably. a yes. center entrance hall. It has a living room that spans the width of the house. A chariot track. Uh, one wing of the house branches off at a 45-degree angle, and you will find the dining room and kitchen at that uh, angled wing. Have you ever been in a house like that so big that you, you get lost? Just, um, just like museums, yeah. you know, the, like the, there were homes at one point, you know. There was there was a producer out in Westbury when I was in, in Long Island, and which is a very wealthy area, Old Westbury specifically. And they uh, he uh, he and his wife threw a party and invited a whole bunch of people associated with the college I was going to. 
And uh, I, I'm like, I don't know where I am in this house. It was sprawling. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to jump out a window. I just say, be careful what you wish for. You think you might want more square footage. And, you know, my wife and I, we did. You know, we moved yeah. seven years ago, seven and a half years ago. And we got this square footage because our, our family was growing. And now we have the square footage. And the problem with that is that everything costs more, right? So if you want to do any sort of home improvements, oh, yeah. you, it, it is going to cost more. And, it's, yeah. and so, it, you know. We are, do you we miss the old shotgun shack? I do. Well, yeah. I mean, I do. I kind of, yeah. I miss my old split level. Yeah. You guys were in a cul-de-sac. We were in a cul-de-sac. It was, yep. it was um, cozy. Um, you know, we, we definitely. Jackie Mason lived next door. <laughs> he did, man. And I was just thinking about him the other day. We got along, man. He came over. He brought me some homemade wine and uh, stuff. Yeah. Why don't you think nice. this? <laughs> he, just said, he just said that what you did for a living wasn't a real job. It's not. If I mean, it, That's on. true. <laughs> but you don't say that to somebody. You don't really work. How dare you? I've had a few people say that to me. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. I. And I, that's a bad thing? Actually, that's the dream. I know. Right? That's the dream. Are you kidding me? All right. Anyhow, so uh, Kobe's house sold. Uh, this other story is interesting, too, and it's uh, it's got a local tie to it. Uh, gritty, of course, is um, is male, from what we understand. That's what we believe. Tell, I yeah. believe. And so now there is a companion to him named Grittany. No. Uh, this making headlines. She first went viral after taking to the streets of London on election night to celebrate Philadelphia's fame on the international stage. And locals gasped and were shocked to see Grittany flaunt her bikini body in a two-piece bathing suit. I believe it's an American flag two-piece bathing suit. So it isn't a sanctioned mascot, no. but it's one somebody came up with, and it's actually pretty good. I think it's great. The face needs a little bit of work. Just a bit. Just a tiny bit of work, but Kathy, did you see Brittany? Yes, I did. Oh my God, uh, she's, <laughs> she's awesome. Pretty. She is awesome. Uh, so she uh, she says that she's been a big fan of the Flyers. Uh, her creator, actually, Riot Rogers, is her name, an aspiring costume designer in London. So in London, of all places, yeah, yeah. Um, so when they uh, they broke up, Brittany was her way of keeping herself occupied. Her ex boyfriend, by the way, it says here. So she tells Six ABC. She's been a big fan of the Flyers and Gritty because her ex-boyfriend was from the States and I guess from Philadelphia. Uh, and when they broke up, Gritney was her way of keeping herself occupied. Roger says that uh, Gritney is made from anger, tears, and upholstery foam. <laughs> and like her man, her hands are made of special sound effects, uh, too. They make uh, they squeaky make, noise. Make squeaky noise, I guess. There so, you go. That's I, great. This, though, does raise the notion of a companion mate. Has any... Has any mascot ever had a companion? Yeah, oh, yeah. There's Phil and Phyllis a long oh, that's time right. ago. Yeah. Then, but the, there's the, the Mrs. Fanatic. Mrs. Fanatic. And I think there's a girlfriend fanatic. I think there's two female so fanatics. So side action? Well, uh, no, no, no. Uh, his mom. Yeah, baby. No, no, no. His mom shows up for Mother's Day uh, for those games. And then he's got uh, he's got a, a little love girlfriend that shows up from time to time, too. All right. Okay. Nice. So now Brittany uh, is trying to make a showing. <laughs> Did you see the uh, the costumes for the Sixers dance team? The the city. Uh, have you guys seen the city edition? Yeah. Wait, wait. Uh, I didn't see the accompanying dance team. Costumes. We saw the new uniforms. Yeah. The, right. The new Sixers uniforms, which are. Eh. Uh, you know what? It's too busy. I have. It has grown on me in in less than a day's time. It has grown on me. Have you seen the little hidden TTP? Trust the process in the lights on this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no. No. I did not. And do we still trust the process? No, we don't. 
Uh, we uh, we do not. The process the didn't work, right? Yeah. Well, uh, the process uh, FTP, over yet. F the process. <laughs> So, so we've, we've been trusting for years now. Yeah. And, and, well, uh, now, <laughs> F the process. Joel Embiid has become the process. Uh-huh. But, uh, I don't know. Right, I, now I, I see like the, the, I see the yeah. TTP in there now. Kids. Yeah. yeah. I have so, right next to it is the FTP. Is that supposed <laughs> to be Boathouse Row? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, it's, it's a little busy, though. That's the only thing I think. I, listen, I, I like the, the, the shading on the numbers. I like the black. I like the bl- the black and the, and the blue and white, uh, blue and red striping. I think that looks nice. But the, the, the I, and I trust me, I love Boathouse Row, but it just looks a little busy where it is. It does. You should um, just so have like, a, a writing above it that says with an arrow pointing down, this is Boathouse Row. Right. Um, so, <laughs> and there are new, uh, Dancer, out I've heard. I've, too? I, yeah, I just saw what uh, I it was a still picture, and maybe I was misreading it. Maybe that was another uh, another outfit for another team, but it seemed to be for the Sixers dance team. Okay, are you finding anything, Nick? No, no. All I right, seen that yet. But I did see that um, they the NBA is definitely going to come back before Christmas, which is kind of cool. So uh, who knows where it's going to be like allowing people into the arena? I can't see that happening anytime soon. Yeah, you have but to just trust that, the process. <laughs> well, yeah. no, no. I'm, what I trust is that uh, the league did a great job uh, with the bubble. The NHL did a great job with the bubble, and they want to get their leagues going. So I, I trust that they have a plan that and, and having a plan is better than not having a plan. Right? I am a season ticket holder and I have been pay- making payments for tickets. And I was like a little bit fr- afraid that they were going to have a season and that I was going to be on the hook for the money that I was paying for my tickets. But I just got an email saying that they've actually frozen all payments and that they're still trying trying to make a decision on that. So I don't, I don't. So you may not get a refund. No, no, I can't see them doing that. Um, they but just like, delay those funds for another time. Yeah. So like the Eagles were way more upfront about it in the summer, uh, or actually it was like the beginning of the summer where they said, um, "You can, you can, uh, you're not going to lose your season tickets if you defer a- away from this season." you still get to keep your tickets for next season because they weren't even sure still at that time whether or not they were going to allow any fans in, in, in the stands. We didn't know where this was going to go. And there hadn't been any sort of alerts as far as the NBA season was concerned, you know, if you were able to defer your payments or, you know. But you still just, had to keep sending them money? Uh, the Sixers, I mean? Yeah, but so it ended up, all right, long story short, I messed up with my uh, with my debit card, oh. and so I had to cancel it. So whatever <laughs> money I was sending them stopped. Um, and I never fixed that. So you were making payments off your debit card. Uh, yes. Is that a bad idea? I think it's kind of a bad idea. Mm. Yeah, make make it off a credit credit card. card. Yeah. Usually, like if I do, like you don't want you don't want. You I don't know. Want, yeah. I don't want people having access to my actual money. Money. Yeah. My fake money, like credit cards. Right. I understand that. Fortunately, like, it was a fraudulent account. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of why did I? Oh, okay. Never mind. The thermostat. It was, and I'm afraid of it. I'm afraid of it. No, the I thermostat had, told me, mommy. I had bought something with my with my debit card, and then when we got the bill, I didn't recognize the uh, I didn't recognize the charge. I'm like, I don't know the, that company. And then, like a week later, I was riding my bike, and I was like, Oh yeah, that's what that was. So okay. I, but I had already canceled my debit card at that point. Okay. May I raise something uh, having to do with the debit cards and, yeah, yeah. and things, p- perhaps peripherally to scams? I got a call twice yesterday from a number I did not recognize, and when I p- picked up the phone, it, it's, it was the exact same presentation. I'm hearing, <laughs> it's your son. No. Seriously? Excuse no. me. I swear to God. What? what? 
I oh, said, come you, on. you have the wrong number. Oh, man. And I, and I think this has got to be one of those. Yeah. I'm, I've been abducted or something things. You twice they called? Called twice. Now, it was right one right after another. And and they were it was a live person talking. A live to person or or a computer, yeah. right? To key to off, mimic. yeah. Yeah, and I'm I so said, surprised you didn't play along. Well, you don't want to. You <laughs> yeah. don't want to allow them any access to anything. You, right. You terminate. Yeah, I've heard that if if you hear someone saying, "Hi, this is so and so," can you hear me? And then you say the word yes, yes. right? Yeah. That you have they have on record you saying the word yes, mm-hmm. and that you have somehow or another indicated. Uh, your acknowledgement uh, to move forward with whatever scam they're working or they, on. They use it. They use the audio recording to like call into your credit card company or, or something like that So because it's your voice saying yeah. that. Sorry, so, I I never talked no, to No, I never before. responded. No, ne- yeah. ne- right. don't engage. And for this case, like I... I said, I, I believe you have the wrong number. Yeah. And then I, I, I you know, and they, he wouldn't, wouldn't listen. Yeah. And, and I just hung up. And then the second time, I immediately hung up. All right. So I got a call yesterday saying, hey, if, if this is Casey Foster, can you please tell me your social security number? <laughs> and I did. Is that yeah. bad? Yeah, <laughs> bad. And then you met him, gave the credit card. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Here's my bag of nickels. Wait, is that bad? <laughs> I still love the time you, you sent me that fake uh, oh, voicemail. I think of I the guy that who said great. that. Uh, Oh, I'd hit his that car. Was so good. This is so good because this is exactly the way I'd react. Oh man, what would that be labeled? I don't as? know. If you're looking for yeah. that, I, I want to go to this uh, caller though. So, Steve, somebody's uh, oh, okay. in on this. Hey, Colin, you're on the air. Good morning. Hi, Grandma. Hey. Hi, Grandma. What's up, Colin? Hi, Grandma. Hey. So, I wanted to touch on uh, what Steve was talking about. How they do like fake family members are in jail or yeah. captured by Guatemalans or something like that. Um, so my grandma, my grandma's in uh, her mid seventies. Hi, grandma. Yes. Uh, hopefully she's listening into it because I said hello to her. In the beginning. <laughs> She'll get uh, excited. So she she gets it, and we, we don't all call. We, no one in my family calls her grandma. She's Grammy to everybody. Right. So she, they go. Yeah, it's the same thing. Crying. Hi, grandma. And she's with it. So immediately, this is no one that's related to her because nobody calls her that she goes on and on and on and on just let this guy go like yeah all right let's the um i think they wanted like what's your new transfer okay so she's 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 purposely stringing him along we're Uh losing him colin did you yeah yeah you're breaking up but he was personally he, he she was purposely stringing him along yes yes absolutely so she was going along because she knew it was a scam Sorry, I'm 76 right now, going under. No problem. Um, so, yeah, she goes along she, because she, she knows it's a scam. And just to waste a person's time, hopefully they don't get another person. But right. yeah. people do fall victim to it. So, so th- that can be fun, but I think the best advice is to get off the phone. So, they, they, as Preston said, if they can get a recording or something that they can then turn around and use for other nefarious activities. But, yeah, yeah so uh, that's what I'm thinking it Thanks, was. Colin. I'm yeah. thinking it was something like that. This is your son. Yeah. That's what they were saying? Yeah. This is your son. Oh, ha! Uh, uh. I have no semen. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Joke's on you. You've had a prostatectomy. Ain't got no semen. Ha! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or, or you should turn it around on him. I vote. I hate you. I love you. I hate you, child. Oh. <laughs> you know, just absolutely throwing him in, uh, into the traffic. Wow. Or just turn it around and go, oh, you're my son. 
I need to borrow some money from you. I mean, I, I have a little bit on me. <laughs> Here's a text that says, oh, my God, the same thing happened to my mother-in-law, but they called her Graham, not Grammy. Uh, so that's what they were using. It says, my husband's grandmother sent $20,000 to someone <gasps> claiming to be her grandson oh, in jail. Terrible. Wow. We've heard about, you know, that, to me, that makes my blood boil when they target people like a nursing, like you don't have enough to deal with, mm-hmm. and you get calls like uh, from these these uh, scumbags who, pr- who prey upon their good nature, and then they end up taking them for everything. Yeah, I sometimes I receive very official looking things from like uh, you know Microsoft or Apple or something like that, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I tell this Claire, this isn't yeah. making sense, you know. I tell my wife, show me everything, yeah, because honestly. And I, I, I've taken this approach with email. I've taken this approach with everything. If it's very important, they will make sure you know in an official capacity. Yeah. Otherwise, it's not going to come in the form of an email, and it's not going to come in the form of a of a call this number because there's, you know, the IRS has information. No, that's not how it happens. Yeah, I have to do that. We can take care of what you owe in iTunes dollars. I have mm-hmm. to have a conversation with my mom. Uh, I don't, I don't want to say quite often, but the I birds do. birds and the bees? <laughs> no, about don't. Don't respond to these emails. Does don't she? Re- yeah, don't respond to a text. If she gets a Facebook message, she got a she got an Instagram message from a guy who uh, said that uh, he won Powerball, uh-huh. and, and I was like, dude, delete it, yeah. block this guy from you know anything. For- Your mom's on Instagram. Oh yeah, that's cool. She posts pictures and stuff. No, oh, okay. She she's... comments on pictures. Okay, mm-hmm. I got gotcha. you, Granny yeah. Floppy. <laughs> Stop, Stop it. it. <laughs> 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 Oh, my God. Press, I can't figure out what the scam phone call yeah, thing is labeled as. It was so it. good. Don't worry about it. We'll, You're like, who is this? We'll stumble <laughs> Look, look, dude. <laughs> yeah, I go, look, man. Yeah. I wouldn't have left a note stop if your I yapping. tried to scam you on something. All right? Stop your yapping. Is that what the yeah, guy goes? Stop your yapping. It's a pre-recorded <laughs> stop your yapping and listen to me. Oh, my God. It was God great. Oh, man, that'd be so good. All right, if you happen right. to find it if later If I on. find it, I'll find it. All right, well, listen, we uh, we need to take a break. Because uh, we got some B file stories coming up, we're going to have Brian Pasane is joining us later on this morning. It looks like. Oh wait, Case, can we break and come back for Fox? Good yeah, Day? we probably can't play a song, but uh, we All can right, break. We'll break and come back. We've been having some technical problems. We got them straightened out, so we're going to get back on track. We'll be back shortly. What's new? Why do you ask? Corey Taylor. Larkin Poe. Chris Stapleton. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. All right. 7.56. Live on Fox Good Day. Here we go. So, Preston and Steve, why do, oh, oh, first of all, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Let's go around the room very quickly and just show with your hands the way you drive. Preston, now let's start with you. All right. On the wheel. All right. So, uh, first of all, uh, we, first have of all a, we have a plus minus, plus echo, minus echo, echo in our headphones. You guys know what that means. So, so uh, when, I drive, when I drive, I rest my left arm, my arm up on the sill, and I put my hand at about 11 o'clock. And sometimes I'll just kind of drape it over the, uh, the steering wheel like this. <laughs> uh, and that that's a very casual cool way me. for me to drive. Yeah, very casual. Casey? All right. Steve, uh, you want to? I, I, I reach in under the. <laughs> you're 
No, no, I, 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 um, I, I kind of what Preston's doing, or I'll have if I'm if I'm feeling especially race car driver ish, I will do yeah. the ten uh, mark on the clock and four, so ten and four. Ten and four. Ten and four. Yeah. Okay. 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 Well, right. Doing right. angled things. Okay. Hmm. Who next? Uh, Kath? Uh, you know what? I used to drive a stick, so I still put my hand on, like, you know, on the shifter. Oh, be darn. And then the, my left hand on the steering wheel, yeah. That's probably okay. why I drive left-handed, too, because I, I owned a couple of manual transmissions, and, of course, your your, your left hand's on the steering wheel, right hand That's on weird. the... Right. That's weird. Yeah, I do that, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's why yeah. your passengers are always happy, Kathy. She's got to put her hand oh someplace. Oh, my goodness. Whoa. Okay, Casey, boy, Casey. Uh, yeah, so same thing as Kathy. Uh, left hand basically at, like, 11, and then the right hand usually kind of oh. hanging... On the uh, on the gear shift. All right. Okay. Yeah. Your passenger's Is Nick in there. Too. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably about Nick. the same as Steve, except when I'm on Lincoln Drive, and then I definitely do ten four. Like, yeah. well, on that road, you have to pay such attention White to. Knuckle. Yeah, and, and the, the lanes are just way too narrow. So yeah, but I mean, pretty similar to everybody else in the room. Okay, this is what it means. Ten and two, it means you play by the rules and you're a perfectionist. Nine and three means you're probably an anxious person. Eight and four means you're very confident. One hand on the bottom of the wheel means you're a minimalist. Mm. You like to keep things simple. One hand on the top of the wheel, which sounds like a lot of us here, yeah. means yeah. you're relaxed and like to project confidence. And if you have your hand on the horn all the time, you're a creep and a bossy person. Yeah. Yep. Well, that all that all seems obvious. I mean, the way when you're taught to drive, you know, uh, in your preparation for your driver's test, isn't it 10 and 2 is the usual? Yeah, yeah 10, 10, right. 10, 10 and 2. Okay, so, uh, and then you get a little bit more reckless, and then in, when you're past the point of cognizant thought, you just take your hands off the wheel and see where the car ends up. Right, right. <laughs> Sometimes, I admit, I have driven with my right knee. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I can drive no-handed, no problem, except for making tight turns. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, Does that get back into that stick issue? Uh, well, I, <laughs> yeah. think it, I think it's from being a drummer, honestly, because oh. I, I do that. The steering yeah. wheel is a, um, is, it's a it's a drum set. It's a complete yeah. drum set. So I've I got learned to, to drive my knees, huh. and uh, you shouldn't do yeah. that, but no, I do. shouldn't do it. But, Mike, yeah. your right knee, because that's, I mean, I would do left knee because the right foot is doing the brake and the gas. Oh, that's true. Mm. Yeah, it has to be the left. Well, not unless, unless, what kind of stuff are you doing? Uh, unless you well, cut loose, foot loose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever done this? And the, don't ever do this when it's really hot. Well, when I was a kid, you know, stick your left leg out the sure. window. Yep. <laughs> I've, I've never, driving. I've never done that for fear that a car coming by too close or a truck would your swipe your leg back and snap it back. I know that doesn't okay. happen. Oh. Yeah. While you're driving, you had your leg out. The oh, window? I've done all sorts of things. Haven't you yeah. ever? Uh-huh, I used to drive. I had a Bonneville, Mike. You remember the Bonnevilles, the big, large Bonnevilles? I used to. I was able oh, to yeah. drive drive the car from the passenger seat. Wait a minute. Back that up. <laughs> what was that, That's Mike? Yeah, say it again, Michael. I think everybody's tried that. <laughs> Alone? <laughs> Back to the stick. All right, okay. so um, <laughs> did you guys have a mishap today on the show? We did. Yeah, yeah. What we, happened? Kathy exploded. Uh, no. Hey, it wasn't my fault. Nick spilled, 20, spilled 24 ounces of coffee uh, on the, the desktop here, what? and it got into some electronics. We think it did, and so we, we had to... We had an issue, uh, and it took us off the air for a moment. And well, not dead air, but we had to go to our other studios and broadcast for a few minutes. But we're we're back wow. here. Yeah. Wow, the Folgers syndrome. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, we we went into uh, into Pierre's studio, and uh, there's about 400 lava lamps in there. <laughs> Pierre Robert. <Yep. laughs>
Well, I'm glad you guys are back. Thank you. Do you think he'll get fired? No. 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 Suspended. Is he prohibited no. from drinking in there now? No. 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 <laughs> and oh, we, we, we listen we're with the morning show, and, and they understand that at that time, you come in, you have to have some coffee. It's yeah. part of the deal. Mm-hmm. Or Nick will be oh, fired. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, no. We love you, Nick. Thank you. You're the one. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'd hope I would get suspended for like a week. Yeah. Yeah, is that possible? Suspended with pay? We got camp out next week. Hopefully uh, you guys can uh, come down. I mean, it's going to be different than it is in years past, but we'd love to have you guys participate in camp out next year. Yeah, It's worth two days off. For sure. Uh, well, ha- have fun, and Thank we'll you. see you next week. All right. All right. Take care, guys. We'll Thanks, see you later. Guys. All right. So uh, we skipped traffic, so let's get to that NGM Insurance Group traffic. Kathy, what do you have for us this morning? On Route 73 northbound in Evesham Township, we're jammed Green Tree Road to Lincoln Drive, where the left lane is blocked with an accident. Schuylkill Expressway eastbound slowing now from the Blue Route into Belmont westbound. Heavy uh, from University to South Street and then City out to Gladwin. The Vine westbound jams the Ben Franklin Parkway to the Schuylkill. This traffic report brought to you by Acme. Fall is better at Acme, whether you're watching a game or stocking up on essentials. Acme has everything you need. Acme fresh foods, local flavors. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Thanks, Kat. So we have our friends from M's Place here in the studio. They're at 2632 East Lehigh Avenue in Philly. And they are part of the Bud Light Platinum Seltzer Thursday night home gate kickoff event. And oh. you can visit WMMR.com slash Bud Light to enter to win a football home gate prize pack delivered safely by a member of the Preston and Steve show. Each week, the winner receives great Bud Light prizes and gift cards to a local restaurant like M's Place, which is located at the corner of Thompson and Lehigh in the Port Richmond slash Fishtown neighborhood. Uh, M's Place puts a modern twist on things with a tasteful ambiance and a splash of the roaring 20s as well. And there's a, a world-caliber pretzel in there, Preston, that they brought. Yeah, they did. They brought uh, shrimp cocktail and patty melts and fried chicken and cheeseburgers and all kinds of good stuff. So mm, yeah, let's me. take caller number nine and give you a $25 gift certificate for M's Place. And you can check them out on the web at M's philly.com 215-263-WMMR we're going to do the b-file while you're calling now WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File brought to you by hers their game day traditions even at your home gate however you're gearing up for the game make sure to have Philly's favorite chips hers forever good Uh, For the second time in as many weeks, an explosive device has gone off in a portable toilet. Pittsburgh police are investigating this latest one near a construction site. According to police, the call came in around 7 with the incident happening sometime overnight. I'm thinking a black coffee and a bran muffin. Uh, When they got on scene, they had discovered that the Portageon had evidence of an explosive device that went off inside. A construction worker at the nearby site says that they came to work to find the portable toilet already destroyed. <laughs> Multiple units responded, including the K-9, the explosive unit, the crime scene unit, and no one was injured. But in the past month, three portable toilet explosions have happened around the city. It's crazy. You remember that, like, the, we had the, the, the bombs going off here near the roadside where the guy had a drone and was dropping the bombs? I yeah. mean, somebody gets it in their mind that they don't like... Portable toilets. Yes, yes. Last week, <laughs> police don't get that. found another blown-up portable toilet in Lawrenceville, and this time they are at this time they're not sure if these cases are connected or not, but they are obviously investigating that. Digital assistants are great until they're not. A woman living in the UK says that she was charged about one hundred and forty-one dollars for three flashlights. <laughs> 
after her Amazon Alexa device ordered them. <laughs> and listen to how this happened. That's so great. Katie Brown says that the voice control device was next to the TV as her brother watched Borat subsequent movie film <laughs> yes. and ordered the sex toys when Sasha Baron Cohen's character tries to order three flashlights with Alexa. Oh, my God. But instead receives the toys in the film. <laughs> So Brown says she got a full refund for the purchase and also has now charged, uh, changed the setting on her Alexa so that it cannot make purchases. So, Nick, have you seen the movie? I have, yeah, and he orders three, and he's living with these guys in the middle of nowhere, and uh, um, I, he, I think he's trying to say flashlights, but it's Borat and Boratese, <laughs> and it comes up as flashlights, and they get shipped to the house. It's a funny scene. So, but but he, he engages Alexa to do this? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So if you if it's on in your house... Cautionary tale. That could happen to you? Well... Uh, I have it set so that if I make a purchase, I have to verbally enter my code. Okay. okay. Uh, That's so, probably smart. So it won't do that. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Uh, a sex addict died from a heart attack after he took a cocktail of drugs, including Viagra and an erection cream during an orgy. Oh, man. Kuhn Thep is his name. Died after having energetic sex, they said, in a hotel suite during a monthly sex party with friends in Samut Prakan, Thailand. He had taken a woman to his room, but emerged an hour later unusually tired and fell asleep in a friend's room. An hour later, Thep was found unresponsive and naked from the waist down and is understood to have taken a cocktail of drugs, including Viagra Marathon Rub Cream. Uh, Police were called to the suite and discovered erection cream, Viagra, and unknown pills scattered on a table near where Thep had died. Alcohol was also present at the party, including whiskey and cans of beer. The man also appeared to have had a buffet of peanuts, hmm. fried chicken, and dried shrimp. Well, there you go. Which was... <laughs> Not oysters? ...were also on the table. A friend uh, told local media that the group, quote, celebrated like this every month. Look, raisins. You like raisins. <laughs> and though their friend was just tired, they thought their friend was just tired. Uh, he said, we celebrate like that every month. Uh, he came to our suite and just slept on the couch while we partied. We thought he was just tired. However, after I shook his body, he wasn't responding. A police spokesman said that Thep's death is not being treated as suspicious. Huh. And well, revealed, more fried chicken for us. And revealed his family did not know that he was there. You remember that uh, Lamar Odom almost died from yeah. a, a combination of horny goat weed and cocaine and three yeah. other things. Yeah, he had all kinds of supplements and things yeah. that he was taking. Yep. Uh, the Russian Navy has defended the shooting of a mother bear and its cub as they were on a nuclear submarine following outrage among the many social media users who commented. What, what do they use, a torpedo? Uh, the Navy says there was no other option after the animals climbed onto the vessel moored off of Vilichuznik, uh base. This is crazy. Bear is on submarine. Uh, it says a hunting instructor was called in to neutralize the wild animals. Hundreds of social media users accused the Navy of unnecessary cruelty after seeing a video of the shooting online. Uh, in the video, one of the animals is seen falling into the water after apparently being hit by a bullet. A uh-huh. uh, male voice in the video is heard saying the animals would have gone to local villages had they been driven away. The symbol of Soviet Russia was the bear. They could right. have incorporated it, had a mascot aboard the ship, I mean, aboard the submarine. Uh, the bears are believed uh, to have swum across the bay. I would like to join Navy. Uh, to get on to the submarine for reasons unknown. The, I think I have something to offer. The Chamkatka P- Peninsula is home to about 24,000 bears that can frequently be seen on local beaches as well. So what I, guess, I hate, I destroy. Yes, <laughs> they uh, hang out at the beach. 
All right, I'm going to do one more story, and we will wrap it up. Let's end with, let's see, how about this one? In uh, India, a teenager received the Guinness World Record for the longest hair on a teenager. Uh, Nalanshi Patel, who is 18 years old, first achieved the record for longest hair on a teenager how long? in 2018. And has since broken her own record twice, the most recent time also achieving the record for the longest hair ever on a teenager. Her hair was measured measured days before her 18th birthday at a length of 6 feet 6.7 inches. 6 feet 6.7 inches. Yeah, her hair was initially measured at in 2018 at 5 feet 7 inches, so that's got much longer. That's got to be, it's got to F with your lifestyle. I mean, how do you... How do you clean that consistently? Yeah. I mean, don't you don't they say that if you clean like you have wet hair, it's not fully dry, you can start to develop arthritis on the back of your neck. Oh, I don't know. No. Maybe. Oh. Yeah, that it's there I I think there would be complications just from the weight of that hair on your neck. Uh we're looking at a video of her. It's gorgeous. She's a beautiful head of hair. Thank you very much. Uh the teenager <laughs> said she had grown her hair out ever since uh, getting a bad haircut at age 6. Uh-huh. Uh, I should have scarred my, a haircut, a really bad haircut. So then I decided that I would not cut my hair. I decided that when I was six and have not cut it since. Uh, she says she has not decided whether to keep growing her hair out to seek length records in the adult category yet or not. But she's going to go for it. The one that just I can't even comprehend are the people who do the long fingernails. Oh, oh, it's, it's, no. it's, it, I don't get it completely. Yep. It, how do you exist? And not only that, it's just gross. It's disgusting. <laughs> I just think it's gross. Rotting nail hanging oh. off your hands, yeah. talons. Yep. It looks like you're, you're being attacked by huge curly fries. Yep. I have another hair story, but we'll get to that in the next Bizarre File. So let's take a break. Come back in a moment. Brian Pesane is going to be joining us uh, today. And we got some more giveaways from uh, M's. So stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. Love MMR. Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. There's no better time to say I love you, and there's no better time to get engaged. Steven Singer's team of real experts are ready to help. IHateStevenSinger.com. Steven Singer Jewelers has the best guarantee in the business with a full 100-day, 100% money-back guarantee, plus fast, free, and safe shipping. IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. If you want to check out the uh, interview that Pierre had with uh, Dave Grohl, I believe that's available at WMMR.com. Yeah, I uh, listened to it yesterday. It was great. It was uh, about an hour. It was really well produced, and uh, it was a cool conversation. They talked about Camp Out for Hunger, which was pretty cool. Dave just talked about being a decent person uh, and treating uh, each other with kindness. It was a really cool conversation. I want to get the clip, and we can't do it right now because uh, we're having technical, lingering technical problems. I want to get that clip of him talking specifically about Camp Out for Hunger so we can... Uh, play that on the air. Uh, so we'll see if uh, maybe we can get that before the show is up today. You know, we do have, though, Preston. I don't know mm-hmm. if you want to play it. You're uh, the uh, the crank phone call that you had. No, we don't. Oh, we don't? Yeah, uh, the Vox Pro is being We don't have anything. Oh, yeah, right so, so we're having a technical. We're living a nightmare. So, yeah. uh, but I will. Wait, Marissa. Uh, don't worry about it. Okay. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Don't worry about uh, it. When, when everything's done and ready, we, we, will, we will go to stuff like that. But, yeah, this... One particular uh, audio editor that we have is is not working, so we can't uh, go to that. Uh, but what we can do is talk about the latest news in food, because oh. I do have several okay. stories that have recently come out that I think you'll find appetizing. Will you find them tasty, Connoisseur? I think you will. All right, it's time for the Connoisseur. Mm. Uh, we'll start with Mickey D's. We'll start with uh, McDonald's. It's kind of a big deal. They have uh, developed a plant-based patty. 
So Burger King had has had theirs out for about a year plus, right? I believe so. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure how they're... I, I just... I don't have a Burger King near me, so I don't know. Marissa would know better, so she's putting on her headphones right now. And do they still have the Burger King plant-based? Uh, Burger King invested in Impossible Burger. Yes. And so, actually, they have bought so much Impossible meat that other chains are not able to get it. So, I was at Top Golf, and they used to have these little Impossible sliders, and they said the Burger King bought them all out. Okay, so they're still carrying them out. So they still have it, okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and breakfast sandwiches, too. Well, McDonald's is going to call this the McPlant. I don't know if I like that name. I think that's a stupid name. <laughs> I think it's a bad name. I think they could come up with something better. McPlant? McPlant. <laughs> they put plant, <laughs> the word plant, plant itself sounds plant. McSplooge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, McBung. Yeah. McPud. McPud. I'd buy McPud. Yeah. Can I get a large McPud, yeah. please? <laughs> uh, the McPlant. Extra mayo will be put to the test next year on a market-by-market basis. Hmm. And the president, Ian Borden, said in a statement, as we have worked to better understand customer demand, some markets around the world have tested plant-based products. Informed by those learnings, we have created a delicious burger that will be the first menu option in a plant-based platform that we are calling McPlant. So McPlant, I guess, is the overall menu the umbrella yeah okay so he said mcplant is crafted exclusively for mcdonald's by mcdonald's so the impossible whopper that they have you know steve all right it's it's vegetarian or vegan or whatever you want to say uh but it is not like calorically it is it is still you know up there with like the whopper a lot of people don't realize that like you'll get an impossible burger yeah and you'll think oh this has got to be uh you know lower calorie it's not yeah. so you, in, in many cases regular beef will be lower calories than the the, the plant-based version right it's just you know what? What you opt to do, and I honestly think um, you know, my wife has tried the the Burger King uh, veggie burger. I mean, not the you know Impossible Burger. She says it's pretty good. Okay, yeah, and it, it depends on what you if you're morally or whatever yeah. it may be. You don't want to eat meat. You don't want to eat a living being. Then you know, yeah, calories aren't your main focus, but. It's something to keep in mind if you thought, wow, okay, this is not meat, so I'll, I'll go for this. And, and I, it'll be less calories. I dig the taste. And you pointed out the, you know, like, for example, I was never, uh, uh, you know, opposed to the veggie burgers. To me, the veggie burger was just another tasting thing that I thought, well, this sure. isn't going to approximate a hamburger. Yeah. Impossible Burger does a- approximate a hamburger, but it's its own taste, which I happen to like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this is the smart move uh, because there are so many people out there that have moved to a vegetarian slash vegan lifestyle. Or flirting with it, at or least. Or flirting yeah, with yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, so you have to do that. And so, you know, Duncan has... um. They have him. I don't know if it's impossible. What's the other uh, uh, beyond. brand? Beyond. Yeah, they yeah. they, they may is, have that. Wawa has it. Uh, which is, by the way, what uh, uh, McDonald's is using, Beyond Meat. So uh, according to the, the president, once again, he said, in the future, McPlant could extend across a line of plant-based products, including burgers, chicken substitutes, and breakfast sandwiches. And we expect some markets will test the burger next year. We are excited about the opportunity because we believe we have a proven delicious tasting product. When customers are ready for it, they we are ready for them, he said. Yeah, I mean, I think I chose the wrong time in my life to be a vegetarian because there, there was virtually, I mean, I was just eating Boca burgers, you know. Right. That's, Which that's, I have no problem with. I always enjoyed Boca burgers as well, but I like the, they're, they're sort of framed uh, with their, they have a, a PLT, Preston, as as opposed to the BLT, which is a, a cool idea. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll, I'll be curious to see how this sells for them. 
Uh, news of the McPlant sent Beyond Meat shares plunging nearly 10%. What? In early morning trading on Monday, shares reversed losses in the afternoon as Beyond Meat came out in defense of its position. Uh, and they said in a statement, Beyond Meat and McDonald's co-created the plant-based patty, which will be available as part of their McPlant platform. Uh, Beyond Meat spokesman uh, told Yahoo Finance that, uh, the, well, that's what they said. So the shares have long reflected the expectation of a nationwide rollout with McDonald's. Getting into McDonald's has been a long-term goal of Beyond Meat founder Ethan Brown per Yahoo. And some of the vegetarian places and vegan places are now adding meat-based items to their menu no, just to compete. Are. Yeah, <laughs> Kathy, I know that your husband is, uh, he's vegan, right? Um, no cheese, no eggs. Right. Okay. Yes. okay. Yeah. And what about you? I, I know that. You probably don't eat, eat a lot of meat, right? I eat a lot of cheese and eggs. and No, um, no, I'll, I will eat meat, but um, not often. I eat chicken most of the time, but I'll have red meat every once in a while. Okay. Uh, McDonald's I just also, smell it in my sleep. You know what I love? <laughs> meat. This is a different uh, uh, connoisseur story, but it has to do with McDonald's as well. Same restaurant, different story. Uh, they're rolling out a new and improved burger bun. Okay, I'm listening. In a press release, the brand noted markets around the world are implementing a series of operational process and processes and formulation changes. This sounds really delicious. Uh, these include using new buns toasted to golden brown oh. and an enhanced grilling approach to unlocking more flavor. Yeah, I think this is overdue. I love McDonald's, but I think their uh, buns leave a little bit to be, to be they're pretty desired. Bo- they're pretty boring. Yeah, well, the boring. bun technology in general. Has yeah. ta- you know what I used to love, and I brought this up many times before, Connoisseur, is that uh, Friendly's, um, they would put, they do a light bit of butter mm-hmm. on the inside of their mm-hmm. toasted rolls. Yep. Yeah. yeah, makes a difference. Man, that's good. I agree. And it's really better for you. <laughs> uh, so Mickey D's rolled out the revamped buns in Australia and Canada in 2019, and the change helped boost both sales and traffic. Uh, so McDonald's says the new buns will roll out in most markets around the world over the next few years, I don't know what their buns are going to be like. I do like the sesame seed bun. So do I. The double on the, on the, the Mac, the Big Mac. Um, Why not that for everything? Or how about pretzel bread? Yeah, yeah. they should flirt with that a little yeah. bit, too, maybe. So uh, So make it ease up to some new stuff. Okay, uh, this one I really love. This is truly... No, hang on a second. I was about to hit Billie Jean and uh, Connoisseur. Okay, no, no, Connoisseur. <laughs> Marissa sent this to me. I don't have much on it other than there was someone commenting on an Instagram post. And, of course, we know around this time of year, gingerbread houses are, you know, a common sight. Yes. We usually get a kit and make one at home. We already made our uh, turkey gingerbread. Okay. So So they have, like, the turkey decorating one. Meaning? (laughs) For Thanksgiving. Oh, it looks like a turkey. It's It's alive! Okay, so here is one that is new, and I hope this takes off, and I am going to try to make this. It is called a charcuterie chalet. A charcuterie chalet made out of gingerbread? No, 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 no. Oh. Made out of meat and crackers oh, and cheese okay. and stuff like that. Okay, uh, so interesting. You're going to have, like, meat curtains and... Yes, okay. meat and curtains will actually be meat curtains. <laughs> cool. This I, looks really difficult. Uh, it looks awesome. I so, want to live in that house. I do, too. Oh, my God. May I, may I say something? And yeah. it's, it's probably sacrilege during this conversation. I am not a big charcuterie fan. Oh, I don't like the meats that are included in I, that. I brought um, some for lunch the other day. Did you? I brought in some some blue cheese and some Gruyere and some brie. And I'm a cheese board guy. I brought in some... Uh, you're a cheese board guy? Yeah, I like just a regular cheese board. Uh, but, but then I brought in a little prosciutto and, and uh, some, uh, some gabagool. Ooh. 
and uh, some crackers, and yeah. that was lunch for me. Wow. I, I could eat all the time. You had to throw in some olives, man. Boom, you're there. Some little pickles, but, little gherkins. But typically, you don't eat these. You just decorate, and then it, it stays there. No. Excuse me? These gingerbread houses? Well, you eat the gingerbread houses? Well, for a little while, but eventually, yeah, you, you know I am too. How long, oh, how long could, a, could a charcuterie chalet? Oh, not long. You'd have to make this for a party. And, and then, then eat, yeah, it right and away. eat it right away. And yeah. since so. you can't have a party, it'd be you eating this entire freaking house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will make one of these. What I love, we're looking at pictures of these. Look at the, the, the little Christmas tree made out of rosemary. How uh, cool. What a great idea is that? And is that a like a, uh, uh, an almond yeah, walkway? Slivered, or I mean, uh, sliced almonds is the walkway. And... It says here in this particular, uh, this person that noticed this, that uh, probably using a base would be cream cheese for the snowy. Yeah. Uh, or, or just as a glue of sorts. So did you see a kit or you just saw no, this No, 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 no. You, you're going to have to create this okay. on your own. There was a guy, apparently a, a, a Reddit user named uh, DK McKay, who posted the original Instagram post like 11 months ago until this particular person, I don't know where the article came from, noticed it. It said the combinations are endless. Cream cheese would be great to use as a building foundation. Crackers can be carefully cut. Or maybe you could use cardboard and put regular crackers on as shingles. You might have to use some non-edible material as the framework for well, you, well, But I'm going to do this. A gingerbread yeah. house is usually routinely 100% edible, correct? Usually, yes. Okay. Except See, maybe I, the, the, the very bottom of it. It is edible, but it's not good. It's like <laughs> stale candy and yeah. like gross frosting on a hard cookie that'll break your teeth. Well, a charcuterie chalet is something you'd, is something you would have to eat, as you said. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. you couldn't have you that a, sitting out on the piano for a month. No. No, you make it for a party. Yeah. And it can't take a long time to make because then it spoils as you're making it, right? So you got to do it and make spoils. it. Spoils. Well, I don't mean spoils, but you know. The, you mean spoil. Well, I mean if, like if, the if, meat if, gets a little crusty around the sides. and Well, not if you made it that day and served well, that's it what later I mean. on. Yeah. But, but yeah, you, you can't. Yeah, it's not something you're going to set in the fridge for a couple of days and then yeah. break Is out. That, and plus at room temperature, uh, things like the cream cheese are going to get a little too soft yeah. and, and maybe runny. And that's so. not something you would. It'd probably be better to build it with someone else because you need, time is of the essence. Yeah, and there's all yeah. sorts of building codes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. About that. You got to apply for permits. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You got to put point. them up in the window. You could use, you could use uh, like a, like a, a lighter colored Parmesan cheese as the snow. Yeah, and you're getting it. some ideas now. Yes, I'm, I'm waiting for my wife to text me back, press because she she was telling me about this cheese last night, and I hope she bought it because we want to give it to you. Oh, uh, on surprise thanks, on Thanksgiving or for Thanksgiving. But it is a cheese that is only available in November. It is a softer cheese like a brie. All right. uh, it is, uh, I guess, served in like a, um, I want to say pine bark or something. And uh, the reason it's only available in November is is it has to do with the cow's diet. Okay. And so the diet changes. They're keto. <laughs> it might be keto. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but it does change from the... Summer, uh, whatever they're eating off the ground, the summer stuff, it, you know, that, you know, moves into the autumn and fall stuff. And <laughs> autumn. 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 Oh, my gosh. I'm such a dork. <laughs> you okay. think it's local? It um, is the autumn cow that yields November cheese. <laughs> As we approach the charcuterie chalet, we can't help but notice that autumn has come to the tiny village of Charcuterieville. <laughs> Autumn is the time for cheese. <laughs> Case, look at this one. Up in the screens here, they've done a, a tile, a shingle um, presentation on top of the house with cheese that looks fantastic. Yeah, That's yeah. amazing. Again, I, I don't like 
the meats, the cheese, I definitely did. Yeah. Okay. And the olives. There's a lot of the charcuterie board I can. I'd probably be. I'd probably be the guest you'd want least when you have a charcuterie thing because I'm going to eat specific things. Yeah. And ruin the symmetry of your board. No, it's all good. But uh, I am in love with this idea, and I'm. You know what? I'm going to take a crack at it, and I'll. Uh, I'll try to uh, take some pictures if I do. Ah. Deem myself successful. Start simply endeavor. with the charcuterie pyramid. Yes. Mm. Uh, by the way, the cheese that is uh, available now is called Rush Creek Reserve. Ooh, Rush Creek Reserve. Reserved in autumn. Uh, I will definitely have to. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Nice. All right, let's see what else we got. This oh. could be like alternate yeah. connoisseur music. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is this music? This is From called. Carmen? Yeah, Carmen. Carmen? Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's called. Uh, Oh, Charcuterie. You know I don't know what the, Angela. the title of it. Angela. I think that's the singer. George you. Yeah. It's a classic piece of uh, classical music. Yeah. I, I like knowing though. Uh, right. Okay. What else we got here? Um, More from the connoisseur. Let's talk about uh, Thanksgiving. Casey had uh, briefly mentioned Thanksgiving. So um, if you're hosting Thanksgiving this year, which you're not really supposed to do, but if you do have people within your bubble... And everybody's been safe, and you are going to be gathering and gathering safely. Uh, you should be aware of how much turkey to prepare per guest that you plan to have. And this is always a thing because Rochelle always buys a gigantic turkey, like way too much. Even if it's just the four of us who get like a sixteen-pound turkey, and I'm like, it's, we don't, we're not, it's you know, it's going to go to waste. Do you know what we get every year? Well, anytime we, I, my, my wife probably won't be doing it this year. But um, we, the turkey breast for my for my wife and I. Just the turkey breast the alone turkey is breast. great. That's and, it. Especially if you just like the white meat, that's I, yeah. wonderful. That's all you need. So experts say once you've finalized your guest list, you should plan to buy a turkey weighing about 1.25 pounds per guest. So a pound and a quarter per guest. In other words, and they're not going to eat a pound and a quarter of turkey meat. Yeah. So there are bones, you know, with they're the turkey. They're going to eat the bones, too. Eat the bones? And, and there's, um, well, and there's also fat, and the fat eventually gets cooked off. So... In other words, if you're expecting 12 guests, plan for a 15-pound turkey. Uh, if many of your guests are children, just round down when calculating what size bird you buy. Do you always have to feed the children? Uh, it's nice, too. All right. Yeah. Another pro tip, if you have a large group, try dividing your turkey number by two ah. and getting two smaller birds. They'll cook faster and more evenly that way. That's a great idea. What's if you the have biggest? a really big one rather than doing one. The biggest bird we ever biggest got? Biggest bird you ever got. Well, the time we did a turducken, that thing was massive, man. <laughs> how huge? Uh, I couldn't even tell you how much, how many pounds it weighed, but it, Steve, it was like this big. Holy crap! Yeah. It was it was huge because it's a it's like a human. It's a chicken inside a uh, duck inside a turkey with yeah. the layers in between. Yeah, so yeah. there's like stuffing and things like that. It's like that, a bowling ball. It ends up so dense, and yeah. there's no bone. Yeah, mm. it's uh, it was really good. Was it? It yeah. was just difficult to find because at the time we got it. I, I, they weren't quite as well known enough, and finding a recipe on how to cook it was difficult to find. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, in the very first episode of Bert Kreischer's The Cabin, they make, and I crap you not, emu. You, okay. They're they're cooking an emu. I've had ostrich. I mean, like, probably not that different. I guess. I made for for Easter. We used to have our friends over for Easter because we used to like to watch the Ten Commandments, and we'd have a Ten Commandment party because we found it's it's a great overdone movie. Yes. Anyway, um, so I I ordered a goose, and I made a goose uh, for uh, uh, Easter. Texture wise, what is that like? Um, the weather. The meat Ew. was fantastic. It was, it's similar to turkey. The meat was fantastic. 
the bird itself while cooking it stunk. It didn't smell good. Oh, oh really? that's not good. I'm like, oh, we made a mistake here. But once we got, and there's not as much it? meat, and why you don't see geese as a regularly consumed uh, fowl all the time, you know, like a turkey is, um, is because there's not as much meat on it. Do you ever Their make bones sp- are big and heavy? So. Sparrow kebabs? <laughs> Never made sparrow kebabs. <laughs> but I'm telling you, it okay. was fantastic. Uh, right. But I just did it the one time. What's like the smallest bird that people eat? That, that I mean, do people eat? Sp- I mean, I, they have to, right? My well, friend, like, I, I went to a restaurant and it was like chef's choice. Like she just, you know, picked and they would come out. They came out with like five different courses and mm-hmm. um, they came out to her and they said, do you want to know what this next course is? And she said, no, just bring it out and let me taste it. Because why would they ask that right, question? It right. was pigeon. Yes. Okay. Squaw. Yeah. We used to, my dad and I used to go dove hunting all the time. And so doves are, you know, just an average-sized bird about what? this big, Casey. And yeah. so my my dad would, I, I wouldn't eat the kill, which is why I kind of quit doing it, because I'm like, what? why am I killing these the animals yes, and I'm not, not eating them? Yeah. But my dad loved eating uh, dove. Okay. Dove and quail. Rock Cornish game hen, how big is your, your average rock Cornish game hen is fairly small. Yeah, they're not? small. They're, you know. They're, but they're ground birds, so yeah. they, they don't have to be as tiny to fly, I think. so. Remember, it was maybe last year where there was video footage of the woman here in Philadelphia. I think it was Philly, where she was just capturing sparrows in a, in a little plastic bag. She was yeah. kind of baiting them with, uh, I vaguely with remember bird that. feed. She, she was going to eat those, right? I don't I know. Don't, yeah. Do we Not ever really determine sure. what the story was? But was she making sparrow kebabs? I don't know. I didn't see the process afterwards. All I did was see her... Capturing these birds. Hey guys, it's a YouTube channel. Yeah. Today I'm making sparrow kebabs. Mm. <laughs> you know the smallest one, hummingbird pops. Yep, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. they're teeny tiny, and uh, they're, they're it's three licks, and you get to the center. That's, that's awesome. Yep. Uh, so I don't know what the smallest are, but yeah, squab is a uh, is it's a smaller bird. So you can yeah. pull the head right off too. Uh, <laughs> that's that's often how it's served. Let me go to Terry. Terry, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, Terry? The smallest bird is rail bird that I've eaten. It's rail warm. bird. Rail bird. Where did you have this? Along the rails. That? Uh, it, it's it's a water bird out in the marsh. Uh, my husband would know more about it than I do, but yeah, He's swamp thing. I, what's that? No, no, I'm kidding. It's Terry, what, what I'm asking is, did you have it at a restaurant, or is your husband a hunter? Where did you have this? Uh, my husband's a hunter. Him and his father, grandfather, uncle. Okay. And would he he bring him home and and have you cook him up, or did he do all the the, the work on it? He does all the work on it. Okay, cleans it in the basement, brings it up. And they were tiny, tiny. Okay, kills it with yeah. a spoon. <laughs> uh, it says I, I felt like I should be a Barbie doll. Like they're really tiny. Wow. Oh wow! So it says the family exhibits considerable diversity and includes the crakes, coots, and gallinules. Okay. Uh, I don't know the real name. So okay. I just know it is the real yeah. All right. Thank you. Appreciate okay. it, Terry. I went hiking uh, this weekend in Lake Nakamixon. I'd never been there before, and we uh, we saw a pheasant, which was awesome. I'd never or I hadn't seen a pheasant in the wild in a really long time. I oh, don't. They're beautiful. They are absolutely gorgeous. I don't think I've ever eaten pheasant though, and I I, I were getting in or are in. Yeah. Pheasant season, um, and I think that that's supposed to be similar to like a quail. Or yeah. I'm so finicky. Like I, I really, I like with chicken. I like the the white meat, and with um, and with the turkey, I like the white meat. I don't like the dark meat. I don't like gamey stuff. So you wouldn't it, like any of that, to be honest. Yeah, it, it sounds it. I I yeah. actually like the faux chicken. Uh, like you get at uh, Hip City Veg or all that stuff. It's it's uh, to me, it tastes great. Mm. So when you go pheasant hunting, um, mm. do you buy the pheasants first and then you buy the Gatling gun first? Okay. Yeah. What do you mean? Do you buy the pheasants first? Uh, I just feel like uh, my 
hearing stories from my buddy Jeff, who went okay. uh, pheasant hunting with his grandfather. I you can, feel they, like they bought them first. They can stock the hunt. So, okay. so there'll be a dozen of them in, in a 12-acre field or whatever. Right. And so you know that there are this many that, that you're going to hunt. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to catch them, or you can just go out in the wild and look for them. Right. Yep. Okay. So they can, yeah. So there, there are reserves of sorts that you can go what to. What about pheasant hunting? Uh, that is illegal. Okay. All right. So uh, one more story from the connoisseur, and you guys are going to like this. Red Lobster is offering limited edition gift boxes stuffed with Cheddar Bay biscuits <laughs> beginning on November 16th. Like already cooked or just like the uh, the mix and you have to make them at home? I would imagine it's the mix, but no. let me see here. The, the chain. Why, dude? As you they're, can imagine. They're, they're not the same. so I, easy to make. They I are know, the same. I, they're not yes, the they same. Yes, they are. No, they're not. <laughs> I've gotten the ones, man, and made them at home that are from Red Lobster. Maybe you had knockoffs, no, but Kathy, they the taste this. Box. I then also, you're not making it right. <laughs> well, that's a good Okay, there you go. <laughs> I don't uh, want to make it. I want to put. My, I, I don't want someone to move my lower jaw up and down as I eat them. What's the best is they give you the little seasoned packet that you mix in with the butter that I don't you melt, do that. and then you brush it on, and you're like, "Got it." The chain is also launching two new holiday seafood platters, a chilled variety featuring a jumbo cocktail, shrimp cocktail, uh, chilled split main lobster tails, and jumbo lump crab meat tossed in a lemon vinaigrette and served with cocktail sauce. Is Red Lobster any good besides the biscuits? Like, I really don't know. The only thing I remember about it is the biscuits. That's what I love the most, and I've I've been there just a few times. I It, it seems serviceable. That's what I was going to say. It's serviceable seafood. Yeah. I wouldn't call it great seafood. Okay. But it's, it's yeah, sure, it's good. Okay. Yeah, why not? Like, I remember going in college a lot, I guess, because it was affordable. Yeah. Oh, and like Lobster Week. I mean, if you're like a lobster fan, you can get, you yeah. know, it's Listen, cheap. It's hard to mess up lobster. Lobster's yeah. easy to make, and, and so. They use pigeon meat. Uh, <laughs> so it's it's good enough, uh, I think. But if you want, you know, it's certainly not fine dining. Right, right. Yeah. No, I know I, that. I, I think that's the whole, and that's how they present it. It's, it's, it's you know, yeah. budget, but it's it's certainly workable. A girl who lived in the same dorm as I did in, I think, my freshman year, she worked at Red Lobster, and she would bring home the biscuits. Oh she knew God. we loved them, and she'd hang them on our door. She'd hang them on everyone's door when oh she my came God. home. The best. Was that your first lesbian encounter? I <laughs> 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 just don't know how to express my love for these biscuits. You know what? I get a lot of I get a lot of recommendations for, and, and very rarely am I happy with the results, are uh, this place has great crab cakes. Mm. And o- only on occasion have I gone, okay. These are great crab cakes. All right, well, what about the one place I told you to go to this summer? It was okay. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I feel hard. like, though... I'm sorry. But you lied to me then. I know. I didn't want to hurt your feelings. But I feel like crab cakes are, like, they're never really that great. Like well, I don't you... know, man. Hold on. Baltimore, there's, uh, there's a place Where's I that? went to that was... It's uh, it's that way. Oh. Um, <laughs> down Baltimore Pike. Uh, th- there were two places in Baltimore uh, that I had some of the best crab cakes I've ever had. Hooters. Yeah, <laughs> so Hooters how, uh, in the Inner Harbor. How, um, how? What was the meat consistency? Thick. Yeah, yeah. That's how oh, it's yeah. got to be. Thick meat. Thick. Yeah. All right. So, I can't play. Uh, it. Yeah, yeah, you don't have our guy. Thick meat in my the, mouth. The equipment's yeah. not working. The place that I told you to go to, I they have a broiled and a and a fried one, and I always preferred the fried one over the broiled one. Uh, I think so. I got the broiled. I'm not 100 percent sure, so maybe I should try the fried. In fairness to you, yeah. Uh, but I'll, I'll give that a shot next time. Uh, but yeah, so they are November sixteenth. They're offering limited edition gift boxes mm. stuffed with the Cheddar Bay biscuits. If you float them a couple extra, extra bucks, will they prepare them for you and then no. hand them to you? I don't. know. I would just, I would just go. 
they are best when they're piping hot. Yeah, you know, and when they that's but they are they're just honestly that's and they know it. That's their money shot there. Yeah. Do you not like cooking, or is it just too much effort? That yes, both. It's okay. No, uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. If we were married, we would starve. <laughs> You'd come over, and him and I would be skeletons. I love it. I've, I've re-embraced uh, cooking as of late. Um, so um, uh, I've been getting into it. But uh, hold on a second. This photo look, guys, looks like it's they're already made. Uh-huh. Like yes. the biscuits are already uh, made. My hope is born anew. Uh, Steve, I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. Thank you, Kathy. Can you just put that box right in the microwave? That would be but great. But they do have to be warm, though. Yes, of course. Uh, that's yeah. the thing. Well, yeah. On the ride home, keep them between your legs. Freshly baked. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, <laughs> side topic. When you order pizza and you pick it up. Yeah, do you sit on it to keep it warm? No. <laughs> do you put your seat warmers on when you drive home to keep no, the pizza? No, but that's, that's a great yeah. idea. That's what I do. Okay. So do that take, is a great idea. Do you take the pizza out of the box and put it on the seat? <laughs> no, but I... I, and I, I because also because the likelihood that the heat's going to permeate the uh, the bottom. Oh, of the it'll box. work, dude. When you when you're holding a box of a pizza, you can feel the heat coming through yeah. the bottom of it. So I, I feel like it's better than nothing. Sure. All right, I'm you know, with you. Other side note: I never, <laughs> rarely do I pick it up. I always get it delivered. 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 I yeah. always pick yeah. it up. No, yeah. never. Yeah. Like yeah, at some places, so I remember growing up, the pizza place uh, they didn't deliver. So yeah. that was if you wanted the best pizza in town, mm-hmm. you had to go and pick it up. But now, I mean, for me, the best pizza in town delivers. So why would I go pick it up? Best pizza in my town is a place called Evo's, and it's about a mile away. And I still let them deliver because they, 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 their, <laughs> oh, their container no. is Steve. Mine is less than a mile away, <laughs> but they always, and they always say uh, forty-five minutes to an hour, and you're like, sure. what? And That's then right. I'm like, I'll come pick it up. I'll yeah, be there in twenty no, minutes. Then they're there in ten minutes. No, I'm with that's the best part. I, I think it's a little more. Reliable to get it on your own, yeah, and that's that's what I usually do. Save the tip money. <laughs> that you can do that too. If uh, if that's uh, you know you want to save some cash, you're definitely saving. On Does that. Uh, Lorenzo's deliver? Uh, maybe in Westchester. How would they? The yeah, Mack truck. Yeah, um, but I'm, in a Humvee. You know what? I remember Joe telling me that he wanted to buy a fleet of cars for delivery, but he never was able to get around to doing that, so I'm not 100% okay. It doesn't yeah. look like it. It looks like you have to go through, like, Uber Eats or Grubhub or The military. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. You need a Hummer. Uh, that's Sorry. extra wide. Or troop helicopter. transport. <laughs> Helicopters. I need an Osprey. <laughs> <laughs> they roll up to your front door. This music's playing. Uh, anyhow, all right, those were a few of the food stories I thought you guys might find interesting this morning. So we got to wrap up the segment, but uh, don't worry. I'm constantly sifting through great stories about food to deliver to you in the form of the connoisseur. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. We'll have comedian Brian Passane on the show. So make sure you stay put. We'll be right back. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast, 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. Many times over the years, we've had our next guest on the program, either on the phone or in the studio, and he has got a show he's promoting. It's Thursdays at 1030 on True TV, and it is called Top Secret Videos. Hmm. Please welcome our friend, Mr. Brian Passane to the show. Brian, good morning. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good, man. How you doing? I'm all right. Excellent. Hey, congrats on... uh... I was there. It's been a while. I know. I know. Yeah. And and that's that's the bitch of this year is uh, everybody who we normally get all snuggly and close to. (laughs) Canoodling with Brian Posehn is one of our favorite things to do, right? Yeah. We don't get to. (laughs) Uh, But congrats on the new show, man. That's cool. 
Yeah, and not to get too political, but thanks, uh, Philadelphia. <laughs> a lot, the the eyes of the world were were certainly on this region recently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, listen, I, I want to find you know I've I've seen clips of the show and and I want to watch uh, the episodes, but uh, there's um, essentially it's it's you guys, you and a crew that are commenting on on videos that you found, correct? Yeah, but what I think is really cool about this show is that. One of the main guys, Ron Funches, and I are actually friends, so you can tell. Like, ah. there is something about this show, like, already, like, shooting it. We have, like, and you have guys come on here every morning and go, oh, I had such a blast. But, like, you know me, I don't lie. <laughs> no, you would not. And and, 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 no. and to be, to be so honest, I Brian, go, go ahead, explain. Go ahead. I genuinely had one of the most fun I've ever had shooting anything because it's, Ron and I um, riffing, and you know that's like what we were made to do. You know, I've been doing stand up for so long; he's been doing it for a long time. We're and we're friends, and you can genuinely tell that we're friends because we're like he'll say something hilarious, and I will give it up for him because it's it's real. You know, he's just said something that really made me laugh, and that I don't think you see that in a lot of these kind of shows. No, and to be honest, Brian, before coming on here, I'm like, oh, it's it's I, it's is it one of these shows because a lot of times you'll have these shows and it's clear a the people sitting on the the dais, I guess, or on the couch don't know each other uh or are not inherently funny, aren't known as comedians and and so that that can suck. But the fact that you guys are all friends and there's this vibe, that makes it for me a lot more watchable because that that'll work. Uh, you, you know, so obviously you, you just said what I said because that was an issue. Did you, was that an issue up front when they were proposing the show to you? No, when they came to me, it was like, it's not obvious. It wasn't immediately the kind of thing I would say yes to, but I said yes because we talked about, you know, how involved I would be. I would be writing my own jokes and I'm not writing, reading somebody else's jokes. Cool. It, it's all me, you know. And then when, once I found out that it would be me and other comics, and then when it became Ron, you know, I was like, oh, this this I actually want. You know, and then there was a little bit of me maybe not getting the show. Like, we had to jump through hoops, and he and I had to uh, do, a, you know, an audition together to show that we had chemistry, and then they were all blown away. They were like, okay, well, those guys clearly, yeah, you know, they are pals and you can tell. So when you're doing the show, uh, when you're actually recording it, are these the first time that you're seeing the videos or have you seen them before? No, you see them, you, you get a little bit of time with them. It's like anything. It's like at midnight or any of these shows. They, right. they do a little bit of prep, you know, where you, you you watch it in your trailer or you, you get to see it the day before or something like that. Okay. All right. I mean, there's honestly, there's a wealth of video out there to consume. We get if something happens, we get it sent to us instantly. And and for the most part, um, you know, you can now I think you can get quick at discerning what is a manipulation and what is, you know, what's authentic. So do you do you have a good right. vetting team there on the show? Yeah, we do. And, and you know, sure, there were some older videos that, that snuck in, ones that you had seen. But most of the stuff I'd never seen before. So I was really actually impressed Cool, that it wasn't like full of. You know, you watch these shows, some of the other ones, uh, Ridiculousness, and, you know, the, the other ones that kind of do these videos. Sometimes you see videos that it's like, oh, wow, that's been on the Internet for like 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, yeah. Ridiculousness is making yeah. fun of that. You know? Yeah. Ridiculousness is one of the shows that I was thinking of when 
when uh, you know this this popped up because it it, it just to me it's 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 a little arduous to watch because of that. But I I'm looking forward to this. Then if you guys are having this kind of a, this chemistry, uh, then that'll work. Yeah. And is the pretense that you're and there's a lot of real jokes. I mean, we're you know it's not just oh that guy took it in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So Brian, you and Ron are, are friends. Tell us about uh, this gal Allie. That's uh, the the uh, third part of the trio. Young, funny comic out of New York. I'd never met her because I'm old and I don't go to comedy clubs and <laughs> meet, meet young people. Uh-huh. But uh, she's very funny and uh, instantly, like, you know, wasn't afraid of us. Like, got in there and, and made jokes and, you know, had Good. confidence. And she, she's really great. So so we've, we've talked to you, obviously, we talk to you fairly frequently and, and – and- you know, as a a, a person who's a, you say doesn't go out to clubs and so on and so forth, and you you embrace the geek lifestyle that we do as well. A lot of the the pop culture stuff. There's a there's a a, a similarity in our tastes. Uh, overall, quarantine and the pandemic and and all of this um, has it fit into your lifestyle? Has it or has it been a bit of a complication? Oh no, <laughs> I feel like. I was built for this. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> you know, the only thing I really miss is, like, honestly, like, you guys and doing things. And right. Like going to comedy clubs and that part, you know. I didn't love um, certain parts of traveling. Um, and so now I, I don't miss that. I don't miss the planes and, and, you know, being in different hotels and that kind of stuff. I kind of like being a hermit. Yeah, but I do miss I do miss performing, and I do miss you know actually seeing human faces. <laughs> but other than that, <laughs> do you do it hasn't you, been a terrible thing? Do you have you set in mind a mental like red flag of where you say th- where you can assess and say, okay, I've spent too much time in isolation. If you if you do the Howard Hughes urine in bottles things, you know, if you set a level where you say, okay, I'll know I've been in isolation for too long. Yeah, or when my, um, you know, sweat shorts stop fitting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, when you're sitting around the house shorts no longer fit. That's a good uh-huh. That's a good meter, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> because I wasn't wearing jeans and I wasn't wearing, um, you know, like regular shoes. I was just wearing slip-ons and sweat shorts for, like, you know, six months. Right. And then I tried to put a pair of jeans on to go somewhere a couple months ago. <laughs> and my body's like, you're bigger than you were. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, That's an indicator. Outside of this, do you have any, any, because I, I, I loved you on Big Bang Theory and, and uh, you know, you've done other stuff as well. You're, you're great on Are you Have you uh, lined up any acting stuff? Because shows are, you know, back to, at least some of them are back to filming. Do you have anything in the works? Yeah, we just, Right before I did this, I uh, I did a not an acting thing, but I got to be a guest on um, uh, Nailed It on Netflix. Ah, that a uh, great show with Nicole yeah. Byer, where she, uh, you know you people cook. make terrible cakes. Yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then we make fun of them. I've got one of those coming up, and then I just did a Cedric the Entertainer sitcom uh, last week, and that'll be on uh, like next week or the week after the Neighborhood. I know it's been a while, but have we talked to you since you've been on The Mandalorian? Yeah, we did. Yeah. I think we did. we did. Yeah, yeah. 
because that was last year. So yep. I, I know I've been back since then. But, yeah, I mean, I'm still stoked on that. I'm still <laughs> yeah. riding the Mandalorian wave. Um, keep on riding it, dude. That's yeah. awesome. And, and happy that that show is back. I mean, that's the, my favorite thing to watch right now. It's been, it's been the first two episodes I've loved. I mean, it, it, it's, it's all John Favreau wrote, both of them. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, in the meantime, we're gonna we're gonna be able to check out uh, Top Secret videos Thursdays at ten thirty on True TV. We know you got to run, Brian, but we'll catch you soon. Okay. Always great to talk to you guys, man. You too, Cheers. Brian Passane, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Take care, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've I I got to dive into the, the Mandalorian. I had this great thing happen. I realized this. Uh, I just felt like watching uh, Endgame the other day. Yeah. So I popped it on, and my daughter Caroline came in. She's like, "Can I watch it with you?" I'm like, "Absolutely." So we started watching it, and we. She was asking me a couple questions throughout the movie. I was kind of confused by that. And then she starts, uh, she st- I didn't know that the majority of the Marvel movies she's never seen. No way. I, I just thought, I, I thought I've taken you to these movies or we've seen them. She's like, no, so we're going to watch all of them. Are you kidding? In order. In order. <laughs> so she it. asked yes. for this? She or or she has no choice? She, no, 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 wow. no. This is, this is, she wants to do this. In fact, as I was going to bed last night, I let her have this one. On her own, uh, she started watching um, Captain America: The First Avenger. Okay, right. so I'm like, I'm really excited. So I had a moment like that. Yeah, my wife sat down and was watching. I was watching the most recent episode of The Mandalorian, and she says to me, "I could get into this." Ooh, and I said, well, we're going to watch the first season together. Good, yeah, yeah, yeah. good for you. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I'm excited about this Marvel trip because we watched Endgame, and, and I realized I'm like, you just watched. The- <laughs> You just oh, watch man. the climax of all of this, yes. and you still want to watch all the movies? Yeah, sure. I will. And then we'll watch Endgame again. I'm like, I love you so much. By the time, by the time she gets there, actually, it'll be the revelation of seeing how everything has fallen into place. No, yep. that's that'll work just fine. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I did took that journey myself leading up to Endgame in the theaters, and I loved every single second of it. I tried to invite people along with me. Uh, yeah. I did it all I did it all on my own. You did it by yourself. But That's still, right. I remember you yeah. telling us about that. But I yeah. know that um, you are enjoying these these moments that you're having with your daughter, so that's even better. Very much so. She yeah. likes you again, right? Yeah, she she does. <laughs> it's great. Went away for a little while. It's come back around. Aww. I know. It's the best. And I'm like, like anything she asked me to do, I'm like, yes. Yep. Of course. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do that. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, we have a couple pieces of audio to play if you guys are interested. Ooh. Yes. Um, this one was great. Uh, I don't know who the reporter was. MSNBC? Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> one of their standard shows, they cut to one of their field reporters. That's great. And um, he is clearly unaware that they are to him live. Uh-huh. He's having technical issues. Uh-huh. And he says the two worst words you can say on television. Oh, no. He does. Well, he... Of the three, he picked two. Yeah, let me let me play it for you. And then, if you can't figure out what he says, I'll explain. So uh, they go to him, and here's here's the the response. Ken, what have you learned, sir? <laughs> uh, and then, okay, uh, think we lost think we lost Ken for a second. We'll try to get him back there. He said S and then F. After Clear. that, yeah, mm-hmm. and wow, it was great. <laughs> yeah, it was like okay. But the funniest part I thought is is. Yeah. I forgot what he was asking him, and I need to to go back to it. But it looks like he's he's almost commenting on what he was asking him about. Like right. he can't believe what, what the information he's reading. It was hilarious. Um, okay, thank you for that. <laughs> uh, Okey Yeah, know uh, how you feel, Jim. Thank you. What are two bad words to say, Jim? Uh, 
This is a lot of fun. Casey, do we have the uh, Hugh Jackman and yep. Ryan Reynolds? All set. So for Sam's Club, which is, you know, like uh, BJ's yeah. and, and yeah. Uh, all that. So it's one of those superstores. Um, they're doing a campaign. Now, of course, there's been this long-running rivalry, this awesomeness. The fake rivalry that everyone loves. The two of them. So they they are sitting both in what looks, you know, by a hearth. It's it's very holiday. The yeah. uh, the atmosphere just looks very warming and, and of the season. And then they have this. Uh, is this the whole thing? Uh, no, it's a piece of it. Yeah. Okay. Do I need to set up any of it? Um, um, well, you ju- you've just said that they have this okay. rivalry. Yeah. All right. Here we go. You know, they say the holidays are a time for forgiveness. And if we're being honest, the two of us have a lot to be sorry for. You know what? Hmm. Forgiveness sucks. Let's <laughs> let the people pick a winner. Perfect. This holiday, when you shop at Sam's Club, you can side with me and not only affirm Ryan is the canned cranberry source of human beings, but you'll also contribute to the Laughing Man Foundation. Or side with me to send a message that, like mistletoe, Hugh just makes things awkward. And Sam's Club will help me support the Sick Kids Foundation. It's great. <laughs> they show, actually, the things that they've done. There's no audio to it, but they show the... Uh, like there, for example, I think there was a one uh, video where Hugh Jackman is having his dog go on a picture of Ryan Reynolds. Yes, yeah. yes, I, I love that they've uh, they've carried on with this. And they had said a little while back they were going to bury the hatchet no more. <laughs> no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They keep dragging it out, and it's it goes back to. Uh, well, I guess it was the first Deadpool when they when. It really started to happen. I, I bet they probably struck the friendship, struck up the friendship on the Wolverine movie. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, where it, they started this public rivalry, right? Thing right. Because yeah. he he had put elements in the movie of Wolverine and just started ripping on him. Right. right. Well, I remember we interviewed him for that movie, and uh, they had both, you know, they they both work out and they're both yeah. in great shape. And I remember him saying that they did work out together. And that he quote unquote smoked him, right? So like so basically Ryan Reynolds for for however, you know, in shape he is, Hugh Jackman, he he couldn't hold a candle to Hugh. I was watching this, um I like Schwarzenegger or somebody has a channel and, and they were describing how these actors pressed and get into shape. So you know you know in the, the, the Wolverine movie, the um in Japan, Wolverine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which we love. Yeah, it's an excellent movie, yeah. and uh, so he and he looks uh, like insanely jacked in that movie. The sequence where he is has the uh, fight with the samurai, and they're in the um, the, the the lead boss's old house, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. For that scene, he had no water for two days. Oh my wow. God. I mean, he purposely dehydrated yep. so that there's no water between the skin and the muscle. Yeah. And he said he was he was virtually incapable of moving and had to do that that fight, but so it would look the best on screen. Yeah. I mean, that's just crazy. So no water, no liquids for two days. There was uh, there was an interview on uh, Ellen's show with uh, Chris Pratt, and she showed a picture of him yeah. from, from Guardians uh, with his shirt off. Yeah. And he said something that clicked with me. And this is when I, when I went through a couple of years ago. You guys saw I dropped like twenty five yeah. pounds. I, yeah. got, I, I got in you know decent shape and everything. He had motivated me to do it because uh, he, he had like a really serious look on his face in yeah. his picture. And 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 Ellen, he goes, uh, you know what that expression is on my face? And she goes, what? He goes, hunger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and it, then it, it dawned on me, I'm like, yeah, if you want to, if you want to show any, because 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 he, he had a six pack ab yeah. and everything. And I'm like, all right. I'm going to try this. I'm going to starve myself. And, yeah. And sure enough, yeah. And, and I was doing um, 
exercises. I was doing core exercises, and yes, I started to have the the shape started to form there. It's all covered up by flab, is what it's under there. Well, what happens? You got to lose it, and it and it's a pain in the ass to do. Like if you see, you know, uh, uh, if you're not doing it constantly, and if you don't have a mechanism like a movie studio that's going to pay you a lot to do that. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> Again, the funniest thing or the most bizarre thing is the th- thing that we hold up as the paramount of. Physicality, or at least you know, this is the the the, the optimum way people should look, yeah. like the Mister Olympia or whatever, Mister yeah. Olympia. They are at their absolute weakest yeah. when they take the stage uh, with those contests because they're just dehydrated, they're hungry, they're under. I mean, it's just a crazy thing. And that period where they they time it out to the day yeah. where they're going to hit their, and then once they leave the stage. If they have like a salted pretzel or something, it's water's going to be retained <laughs> yeah, and right. it's going to ruin the look. I right. don't even know if m- a movie studio is offering me a million dollars if w- I could ever could do get it. To, uh, I just don't know. I mean, yes, that's, you could. that's that is just so much discipline. Right, ten and, million. Okay, I'll do it for <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I actually, I actually, I was doing it so often. I mean, I was working out every day and logging my caloric intake and all that stuff. I never showed you guys, but I took pictures of... Uh, uh, yeah, you should. I, I mean, you? you're... Yeah, you're yeah. Well, no, no, no. I'm just saying you should be proud of that. I was talking to, you know, the Jackie who cuts my hair. She is in great, great shape, and we were talking about this sort of stuff, and, and she worked really, really hard to get to a point where she can look in the mirror and go, yeah, I did that. Like, right. I, I look great, and I know... Did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I know, Press, that you were working really hard. You wanted that um, that V... Yeah, and you got it. No, I got I got some <laughs> definition. Yeah, uh, it's and, hard, man. And for, for to maintain it, it's just really. Casey, you posted a picture of you recently. Yeah, yeah. totally got good. a one pack. <laughs> I'll uh, have to search and find these. But my nephew is a freshman in college right now, and and that's why I give him a ton of credit because I remember my freshman year, right. and there was uh, like virtually zero time spent. In he's the foregoing gym. all the partying, and he's doing the working out. Well, he might be partying a little bit, but I mean, this all started when he was a senior in high school, dude. He was getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning and going to the gym before he went to school. He'd walk around with a bag of, like, boiled chicken, you know? And, I mean, so it, it's a total... Tape to his head. Yeah, tape to his head. But it is a, you know, a total mental and physical commitment that yeah. he was somehow able to do. And as a result, I mean, it's it's what you see in the magazines. Yep. You know? It is, it is it is an unreal expectation to think... Oh, yeah. You can stay at that level. Oh, that will go, it. And that's why... There are, there are, you know, and as as Arnold was saying too, if you the off, off train off, um, so you, you you bulk up and then you cut down, right? And so what happens is, is in the cutting down process, that's when they have it scheduled out to the day for a competition. Yeah, but in in the times where they're bulking up, it almost looks fake. They look like they're wearing, you know, like Herman Munster muscle suits. Yeah. And so that's actually what my nephew was striving for last year was not a a bodybuilding, but it is a fitness yeah. competition. But it is based on like what your body looks like. So right. it is. It's not necessarily there is a there's a natural right. Uh, co- there are natural competitions where there's not right. You know, drugs and stuff like that. Right. All right. You still looking for the picture? Yeah, it's going to take me a while to find it because I don't remember when it I was. I think you posted. I think we put it up on the site. No. Yeah, it's you. So. Yeah, Did me sure? lifting up my shirt and showing yeah. my stomach. Yeah, I don't know about that. I remember seeing it, and I wouldn't have broken into your phone. No, you at least not much. <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyhow, um, you know what? I, I may as well just do this. I need to clean out the junk drawer. What? Yeah. Oh, oh, I, I we, we were playing. 
Because we, we had other sounds. Well, uh, yeah, but uh, the, like some of the Dave Grohl, I should hold on to that for Music News, and then uh, the other ones from Dancing with the Stars, I should probably do that in the Entertainment Report. The prank call that we were talking about earlier, we have that still. Do you want to play that? Yeah, let's play that. Yeah, let's play it. Okay. If so. you, we were talking about this uh, uh, that I had received back to back calls, which I'm sure is a scam from somebody who is, you know, I, I'm your son, <laughs> and. I, <laughs> And it was so lame. Yeah, I know. It was. It was. It cracked me up actually. And then we, we, Casey brought up this call, this prank call that he had done. It's a service, right? Not only is it a service, I believe it's it's basically just a computer program. It clearly is because it's responding to Preston's responses, and we also have audio of Nick doing it as well. Yeah. So this is uh, this is me when I got the call. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Who's this? So you the one who hit my car? I have no idea who you're talking to. Well, you left who your phone it? number on my windshield. Uh, no. Somebody played a prank with you or something, yeah, dude. Yeah, stop yapping and listen. <laughs> who are you? Listen, B, you scratched my fender and busted out my taillight. Why would I leave a phone number and then deny it, dude? You got the wrong number, okay? Yes, it would be stupid did. for somebody to leave a number and then have you call and deny it. That's the whole fact of leaving a number. So you got the wrong number, brother. See ya. Who your insurance company? <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, Press, that is um, very, very level-headed thinking on your part because I probably wouldn't even think like that. I'd be like, oh, my God. Like, Well, it just didn't make any sense to me at yeah. all. I'm like, I'd be thinking, what, what does he mean by B? <laughs> Yo, B. <laughs> I think it begins with A. Uh, and then Nick got the same treatment. Yeah, uh, you know what? I got a. I got you. All right, I want to hear. You that got us, B. I got. Wait, what happened here? But oh, wait, no, 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 no. You're gonna have to give me a second here. Sure, we'll sure, B. Sure, no, B. Pro- no problem, B. <laughs> Who's your insurance, B? Yeah. Uh, wait, why would that? I don't know. That was Dial Preston. Then this was uh, modified, created. Uh, I, I'm sorry. We've Luke. been having technical problems all morning. Uh, yeah, Come but on, they, I know, but they were they were labeled something different. All right, don't okay. worry. And about I, it. And yeah, I can't right. even. We move on to the junk drawer. Yes. Yeah. Let's just do that. I think so. I'm so there are some things in here that are kind of interesting and worth passing along. Uh, the in a world's first, a team of scientists at Purdue University built a tiny micro robot that can be operated. Inside the butthole of a living animal. It's about time. Mm. Mm. I've always wanted a butthole robot. Is this the one that looks like Voyager from Star Trek? No, that was you. You saw something else. I I know what you're talking about. No, this is a a little robot that they made. So uh, the goal is to one day allow such Lilliputian machines to deliver drug payloads to different parts of a patient's body, greatly enhancing their effects and applications. I'd like to. Started with the butthole. Uh, the robot itself is only as wide as a few human hairs and navigates its colon environment by essentially doing backflips. Dr. Phillips really wants to start with the butthole. So. The movement allows it to traverse rough terrain, or in this case, the colons of live anesthetized mice and colons excised from pigs. We were thinking something more esophageal. I like the butthole. When. Okay, uh, all right. According to David Capillary, the Purdue Associate Professor of Mechanical Engineering, uh, said when we apply a rotating external magnetic field to these robots, they rotate just like a car tire would. 
uh, to go over rough terrain. It's amazing. So they move it around, Preston, with a with a magnet outside of the body. It's fantastic voyage. Yeah, it's a lot like that. Yeah. You're right. Mm. Uh, if we can just shrink people, yeah, we'll get and put them in people's buttholes. <laughs> I'm sure you'd get you'd get less people signing up for that voyage <laughs> than you would for repairing a tumor in the brain. Right. But you have to enter oh, through God the damn butthole. It. I, I, they put me on the butthole team. Yeah. Okay, I, I don't. I'm not following why this is uh, being done. So it's uh, so I'll, we can see people's butts. It's oh. it's uh like I said, it's to get um, it's to get uh, where's the part <laughs> medications to certain parts of the body. Sometimes it's harder to make sure that a medication exactly hits its targeted area. Okay, and if you put it on the butthole express, right then you're going to be uh, much better off. Okay, so when they talk about, like, proton therapy for cancers... Targeted therapy, this is similar. Okay. So, in a very si- it's a very simple he robot. He said not knowing. Robot, the magnetic field does most of the work, meaning that the device doesn't even need a battery. Thanks to ultrasound imaging, the team was able to track its movement from outside of the colon. Yeah. Uh, moving a robot around the colon is like... Using the people walker in an airport to get uh, to a terminal faster, he said. So were there passengers coming out of this person's butthole? You know, there should be both ways, right? Where am I? Not only is the floor moving. I got on in Detroit. But also the people around you. Um, What makes it difficult is that going up the colon is like swimming upstream. That's what my mom said. In the colon, you have all these fluids and materials that are flowing along the path. But the robot is moving the opposite direction. It's Uh not an easy voyage, he said. It's a fantastic voyage. He said moving up to large animals or humans might require dozens of robots, but that also means that you can target multiple sites with multiple drug payloads. There's a video of them moving along, Preston. This is astonishing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. What we can do. Yeah. All right, so, I mean, they have colonoscopies where they stick the camera up there. Yeah. I mean, couldn't they just, if they needed to get something to the colon... A case, I, think, I think this is maybe not just the colon. I think they're using the colon right now. Because they're horny. But they might. it might need to travel elsewhere in your system. Yeah, you know? there's applications everywhere. Yeah. Wherever there is a, um, I assume there'd be applications for the, the heart or more intricate uh, organs. It actually kind of looks like a, a cool uh, toy you'd have as a kid. What was that uh, all-terrain vehicle that had the, um, it was one of the first toys that had the spinning. It was like uh, uh, three... Legs that stuck out. It was like a moonwalker. Yeah. Do you remember what that thing yeah. was called? Nope. It could I go over any terrain. It. I can see it in my head, but I don't remember what but that not was your called. your butt. <laughs> no. Definitely don't put that thing in my butt. Um, yeah. Okay. So there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, area in there, and the less invasive they can be yeah. with procedures. I mean, because even a flex sig only goes like part of the way up. Yeah, I know. I was know? awake for that one. You yeah. could do. You could have races. You could. Yeah. You could have fast and. Fast in the butthole. Yeah. Hey, um, speaking of uh, flex sigs and, and colonoscopies, because I, I actually have to schedule one soon. Yeah. Do you know how thick the camera is? About a foot. Okay. About foot, a foot and a half. Foot and a half. Uh, yeah. It's about uh, like a Sharpie. Like a Sharpie? Yeah. Okay. Like platinum seltzer, pint glasses, and $25 gift card from a local restaurant like M's Place, who is here this morning with some great food. You want to enter to win, go to WMMR.com slash Bud Light for that football home gate prize pack. But like I said, uh, caller number 15, you get a $25 gift card from M's Place, and they're at East Lehigh Avenue in Philly. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Greta Van Fleet. Bruce 
Bruce Springsteen. Smashing Pumpkins. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. All right, I have some more Bizarre File stories, and let's do them now. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by Cinch Propane Home Delivery Service. They make life so much easier. Never leave your house for propane again. You can visit cinch.com. That's cinch, spelled C-Y-N-C-H. Com. Well, some people get creative when it comes to finding loopholes and COVID-19-related rules to have some fun. A group of friends in Ireland recently skirted lockdown rules by buying airline tickets that cost about $12, not boarding their flight, and then just enjoying a few pints at Dublin Airport. <laughs> <laughs> the airport is considered an essential business and therefore is allowed to stay open despite the Level 5 lockdown restrictions in Ireland. Uh, people there have been banned from visiting each other's homes and yards, and pubs are only allowed to serve takeout pints until December 1st. Uh, there is, however, a rule in place that anyone who buys alcohol, even at the airport, must also make a minimum food purchase of about $10. The four men bought the cheap tickets. They posted on Facebook, when the pubs are closed and the only place serving is the airport, so you book a $10 flight that you have no intention of getting on to go for beers with the lads down there for dancing. Uh, a Dublin airport spokesperson said that this behavior could potentially be punished as the individuals could be in breach of airport bylaws, but at least they gave it a shot. They did. Very creative. I had uh, the story of the girl with the long, longest te- teenager with the longest hair in the world. Yeah. Well, this guy, Joseph Grismore of Park Rapids, Minnesota, had a mission back in 2007. It was to break the world record... For having the tallest mohawk in the world. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, this. I remember that you were reporting on this story he, when he first set out. He backed out after learning that he'd have to shave the sides of his hair in order to achieve the t- the title. Uh, then he had a change of heart. He decided to get back in the race. And after seven years of growing out his hair, Joseph has officially broken the record. He has made it into the Guinness World Records 2021 with the tallest full mohawk in the world. It's four feet tall. Four That's, feet. So it has right. to be, he has to Straight be up. styled. Yeah, it's amazing. So uh, you must have reported on this because they he was attempting to get the record and he had not shaved the sides of his head. And that's what makes it official, correct? I guess so, yeah. yeah. When his hair is down, it's usually because he's at work. Joseph is an essential worker at a healthcare facility. Keeps it braided in two knots to avoid sitting on it. God almighty. Uh, when his that's hair, pretty amazing. When his hair is up, the 42.5-inch high mohawk can easily be seen from a distance, and it certainly grabs the attention of stunned passers-by. He said, uh, doors that, o- that aren't over seven feet tall, ceilings nine feet tall, and cars are impossible to get into. Uh, so I'm limited to where and how I move around when I'm all done up, but the crowd usually comes to me, he said. Uh, Joseph says he loves the hairstyle's rarity and the reactions that it gets from others. It's massive. There has to be ton. What, what do you figure, hairspray or what? Something yeah. else? So you would I've, I've seen someone who who has their hair done this way before, and a lot of times you will have to lay on your side, yeah, uh, lay your head down on yeah. a table or at least just short of it, and flatten it out that way and spray it, and then let it dry, and then you can get up. So it's too much work. <laughs> 
I uh, want my Cheddar Bay biscuits cooked for me. I know that. Yes. You're, You're just not, not a work that. kind no. of guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, they use Elmer's glue? Is that what you said? He does. Marissa brought this oh, note, boy. and they use glue to hold it up. Wow. Okay. A woman is facing several charges after an incident at a hotel on Jacksonville's south side ended with a truck submerged in a retention pond. It happened on Thursday. Police said that they were called to the hotel in reference to an armed dispute. A hotel employee told police a woman later identified as Marlo Walton began arguing with her in the lobby uh, because there was no breakfast available at the hotel and because the pool was closed because of COVID-19. The hell's going on? Well, a man waiting in line at the hotel lobby told police when he saw the woman yelling with the guest service uh, receptionist, he told her to settle down. People don't like to hear that. No, no, no. Uh, The man ended up saying he was in fear, and he left the lobby. The man went to the parking lot, got inside his vehicle, but then he saw the woman in the parking lot. He decided to park the vehicle, and he ran off. When he came back, he saw that his vehicle was gone. Police said Walton took off in a truck and ended up in the retention pond across (laughs) the street from the hotel. Truck was partially submerged. Walton was arrested and faces charge for theft of motor vehicle battery assault and aggravated battery. And during the arrest, she became irate and was kicking the back seat of the patrol vehicle. She was none too happy. They busted her. One patient was treated after a helicopter crash and was uh, was seen on its side on the helipad of the Keck Hospital of USC Friday afternoon in Los Angeles. So the L.A. Fire Department responded to the hospital, but there was no fire or known leak of fuel from the aircraft. When crews arrived, the pilot had already freed himself from the wreckage. It's pretty wild looking. It's it, on its it, side. Is this the one that was transporting a heart? Yeah. So the agency had added that the private air ambulance helicopter was transporting a donated heart to the hospital. Officials later said the donated organ was safely retrieved and handed over to hospital wow. staff. Wow. So, it survived that. Think about that, though. If he would have, If he would have crashed. Yeah. Uh, and the heart would have been damaged, you know, the recipient would have been left in the cold. Yes, and, yeah. and I, I don't know at what point they start preparing the person who's going to receive the heart. I assume, uh, you know. It, yeah, while well, it's on the some way. Some level of advance on that. Uh, the hospital says the incident had no impact on patients, but employees and others inside the facility say the, build- the, the building shook violently when it came down on the helipad. Officials initially said two people were being treated. They later clarified that one patient, the pilot, was transported with minor injuries, and two other people who were on board the aircraft declined medical treatment. No one on the ground was injured. Uh, details about the incident, what led up to it, are not available as of yet, but they are obviously investigating it. And there you go. I nice. have your bizarre file for you. We are going to take a break, and I'm going to give away... Can I give away some of this? Well, I was going to do the uh, the... A secret text word. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know what? Let's do that now. So, Kathy, we need a number caller for the secret text word, please. Mm, let's go with 13. Mm, that sounds good to me. Call number 13 at 215-263-WMMR. You got to know the word. Let's see if you do, and we'll grab a random texter, and we'll have a winner with that as well. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Nobody likes a delay of game, and while there's been some uncertainty about this football season, Acme is happy to announce it's game on. So no matter what your game day's like, they've got everything you need to cheer the Eagles on. From snacks and party trays to beverages and fan gear, make it a season to remember. Acme, official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
And one of the things we need to do is get a winner for the secret text word because we asked for you to call in. And Kathy said, call her number 13. And we do what she says or we pay dearly. So I'm going to the 13th call. It happens to be John. Good morning, John. Quiet, twerk. Yes. John, do you know the the secret text word? That would be extinguish. You're correct. Yes, sir. Hang on the line. We're going to get your information. We're going to give you a digital download of Jungle Land. When a devastating loss in the ring leaves brothers in debt and to a local crime boss, they must risk it all in a bare-knuckle boxing tournament. You can buy or rent it now on digital and on demand. Also in select theaters, rated R from Paramount Pictures. We're also going to set up Harry Goldberg from Glen Olden, PA, with the exact same thing. So he gets, out to Harry the, uh, <laughs> he gets uh, Jungle Land digital download. That's right. So congratulations there, my man. You get the one and only Jungle Land. The Rangers out of home. You hit the post, didn't you? Yeah, I had to. We <laughs> meant to. All right, we're going to do the lesson question for today, and we're going to see if you've been paying attention. We're going to give away a stream code for the Metallica Helping Hands concert and auction, streaming live beginning Saturday at 5 p.m. It's the band's first ever worldwide pay-per-view event. You can win it. So the question I have for you this morning is, what is the subheading title for the Julie Jerkoff story? 215-263-WMMR. It stars Stanley Tucci. Yes, it does. What is the subheading title for the Julie Jerkoff story? It's like the ad slogan for it. Uh, starring Stanley Tucci. 215-263-WMMR. We're going to do the trash right calling. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Lorenzo and Sons Pizza, a legendary Philadelphia staple that has been family-owned and operated since 1970. You can visit LorenzosWestchester.com to learn more. What's up this morning, Steve? Well, Real Housewives star uh, Teresa Judice t- taking to Instagram to reveal her new boyfriend. He's a wealthy businessman named Louis Ruelas. Uh, Judice says Ruelas immediately caught her eye, her left eye, which is located above her left ear. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Tyson revealing on his podcast that years ago he used a fake penis to fool drug tests. Tyson says that during those tests he would tuck his real penis back and then up over his shoulder and say it was his iguana. <laughs> <laughs> I must have written these late. I like it. <laughs> Catherine and Dominic West. You know, that whole story. So seen going for a jog near the London home. This seems to dispel rumors she's furious with him over his flirtation with actress Lily James. In fact, the two seem very playful as Catherine ran behind, ran behind Dominic, swinging a machete and pretending to miss. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Steve. Uh, nobody knows the answer. Uh, Nobody knows the answer to the subheading title for the Julie Jerkoff story. Is there anybody on the texts? Starring Stanley Tucci. I don't know. Maybe Jamie knows. They're they're putting uh, Jamie on hold right now so I can go in just a second. And uh, don't worry about putting the answer up. Just go ahead and put them on hold and I'll go ahead and uh, see if we can uh, get this right. Hey, Jamie, how you doing? Hi, guys. Hey. (laughs) Wow. I hope Jamie wins. Uh, Jamie, what is the subheading title for the Julie Jerkoff story? Oh, excuse me. No, but you win anyway because yeah! you're so you're so energetic. It's it's forgive me, yeah. But um, I, I like Julie. I like Jamie a lot. So we're gonna we're gonna give her the prize, and nobody else is called up. So 
Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll keep wooing. Uh, we are going to set you up with a stream code for the Metallica Helping Hands concert and auction streaming live beginning Saturday at 5 p.m., okay? <laughs> yes! yes! My God, we have had people win cars that don't get that I excited. Know. Hang on, Jamie. We'll get your information. And by the way, this is for you. Julie Jerkoff. Forgive me, Kirkoff. Yes, forgive me. All right, uh, don't forget this happens on Saturday, the band's first ever worldwide pay-per-view event. Uh, the special acoustic show benefits the band's foundation, all within my hands. Ticket packages are on sale now, including an auction with some awesome items. 100% of money raised goes to help someone in need. Tickets and information at Metallica.com slash A-W-M-H. One grand prize winner this week gets upgraded to VIP, including uh, presence on Virtual Fan Wall for one song, an event T-shirt by artist Wolf Skull Jack, and a download of the show and more. So you're good to go. Julie Finger Blaster Junkie. Forgive me. Kirkhoff. <laughs> Missed it. Just by that yeah, much. It's so up. close. Hey, before we do music news, I want to give away another gift card for M's Place, who brought by some fantastic food this morning. It is excellent. Pretzels were great. Yeah. Uh, but they brought by burgers and salads and uh, shrimp cocktails and all kinds of stuff. So uh, let's take caller number 20 at 215-263-WMMR. M's Place is one of the great local restaurant partners of the Bud Light Platinum Seltzer Thursday night uh, home gate kickoff series. Um, by the way, you can go to WMMR.com slash Bud Light to enter to win a football home gate prize pack delivered safely by a member of the Preston and Steve show. Um, M's Place offers, by the way, 25% off on Mondays for first responders and 25% off on Tuesdays for hospitality workers. M's That's very nice. Uh, yep. All right, music news. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3 WMMR. <laughs> I don't have my... Uh... Yeah, Steve's regular sound effect unit is not up and running. So, so I went with the elk. I like it. <laughs> Brought to you by Horizon Services. They take the stress out of fall heating problems by taking $50 off any heating repair. Two-year guarantee included horizonservices.com. Foo Fighters are going to play a full set streamed from the Roxy in Hollywood on Saturday at 5 p.m. Pacific time. So it'd be 2 o'clock here. Uh, tickets are $15 at foofighters.co slash Roxy. It's 5 o'clock Pacific time? Uh, yep. 8 o'clock here. I'm sorry, you're yeah. correct. Yeah, three hours Forgive later. Me. I went backwards. Forgive and... me. <laughs> I went backwards on that. So uh, ticket buyers will have access to play the full stream for 48 hours from the start of the show. Foo uh, butt lickers. Forgive <laughs> me. I'm in fighters. <laughs> The Foo Butt Liquor. <laughs> the concert celebrates Foo Fighters. Foo Chode Chompers. Forgive me. Chode Chompers? Chompers. Chompers, sorry. Uh, the concert celebrates Foo Fighters' new single, Shame Shame, uh, the debut release from their upcoming album, Medicine at Midnight, which will be released on February 5th. Someone has to pair that with Game of Thrones. Yeah, shame. Yeah. Shame. Uh, the band have also just released the song's video, which stars Dave Grohl and Sophia Butella in a black-and-white interpretation of a recurring dream that's haunted Grohl since his childhood days. That's interesting. What is that uh, dream? I don't know. I haven't seen the video yet. Um, Wh- which song was that one? I'm sorry. Shame, Shame. 
because uh, you talked yesterday about uh, with Pierre about being um, afraid of a nuclear attack. Growing up, he grew up outside of Washington D.C. Okay. and then he uh, he was going somewhere with his daughter. It was really it was a fascinating interview, and I, I hope you guys get a chance to listen to the whole thing. But he was driving with his daughter somewhere, and his daughter disclosed to Dave that she had similar fears, and it was she didn't that was out of nowhere. Like it, was, ah. it wasn't like he told her that. So he was talking about how. He had these fears growing up, and now his daughter has them. Of a nuclear war? Yeah, just a, like a war of war in general. Yeah. I want to thank Casey because while you were telling that story, he took a pair of scissors and clipped a hair on growing out of a mole on my arm. <laughs> oh, a good my friend. Yeah. God. He was yanking on it. Oh, so did you God. tweeze him out or did you just snip well, him? Well, he was... It I was trying like to yank it. I was trying out. to pull yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Yanking's more satisfying. It was a big, wiry... Like grayish looking hair, like and the I barbecue to, grill cleaner to get rid of it. So Casey just brought the scissors over and clipped it for. Me. Let me get that for you. We really love each other. You guys have an show. interesting relationship for sure. There's great footage of uh, during the uh, Kennedy assassination. Cronkite, a, a PA, leans in and clips his nose hairs. So. Well, it's, it's what you do for the talent. A portion of the proceeds from Foo Fighters' Roxy streaming show will go to Sweet Relief, which provides. Financial assistance to all types of career musicians and music industry workers who are struggling to make ends meet while facing illness, disability, or age-related problems. And Sweet Relief is providing immediate assistance to anyone in the music industry who is financially impacted by COVID-19. We also have some clips from Dave. Yes. Are these all from uh, Pierre's uh, interview? Uh, no. Uh, d- okay. Another interview. Uh, this is a clip. Let me see. We have three of them here. He was... Uh, 2020 was supposed to be huge for Foo Fighters. They were planned for obviously an anniversary tour, and he explains how everything came to a dead stop. Knowing that this year was going to be our 25th anniversary and it was going to be our 10th record, we were going to make 2020 like the year of the Foo Fighters. It was just going to be touring and videos and documentaries and all these sort of celebratory anniversary things. And then in March, everything just stopped. Uh, and then he talks about all the how their preparations were killed by COVID. Here we go. I, I mean, we were like, the album was done. It was mixed. It was mastered. We had the T-shirts printed. We had the <sighs> tapes on the way to the pressing plant for the vinyl to be made. All the artwork, everything was done. And then we just stopped. And um, everyone just went their separate ways. And I was just sitting there like, oh, my God, I'm going to lose my mind. And then one last clip about him uh, adapting to get music to the people. You know, this music, is it was made to be heard. I mean, it was made to be heard in a festival or a stadium so people could dance around and sing along to it. But the fact that we make this music for people to sing along to, that could be a bottle of wine in your kitchen on a Saturday night, which is probably what it's going to be for the time being. So, you know, to me, it was like, all right, well, you know, we just got to we got to bring the joy and bring the happiness and get it out there in the world. That's a couple clips, but if you want to hear an in-depth interview, um, you know, close to an hour long, uh, Pierre had a sit-down with him. Yeah. And I heard, was listening to a little clip of him talking about Camp Out for Hunger, and uh, we'll have to play some clips tomorrow from that uh, of him, you know, reminding people why they should give, and and now is the time clearly to do it. Uh, But you can check the whole thing out at uh, WMMR.com. It is right there for you. Please listen to it. And we all know what an amazing job Pierre always does with interviews, specifically when it comes to people that he really admires. Yeah, like sports Uh, figures. Yeah, exactly. And Foo Foo Fighters and Dave are definitely in that company. Do we have a clip? Is that what uh, Marissa is? Yeah. All right. What is this? Dave and Pierre. All right, here we go. Speaking of helping people, we do this, uh, our morning show, Preston and Steve, does this amazing thing called the Camp Out for Hunger. They camp out uh, in a big tent down by the sports complex, and uh, they raise 
food and money for this local food bank, Phil Abundance. And uh, we encourage our listeners to come down. We're starting it next week. We'll be there for a week, all of us broadcasting from there. They started humbly like 22 years ago. This will be our 23rd year. And it's now become the largest single food drive in the country. But it's probably more needed this year than almost ever before. Is there anything you'd say to our listeners to encourage people to come down and uh, bring non-perishable food or cash donations? Yeah, well, right now is a good time to reach out to help your fellow brother and sister, to help the people that are in a time of desperate need. I think that it's a good time for everyone to come together and sort of bond and try to help each other. Put aside any of the other stuff, all that white noise, all of that just static that's going on. Just sort of block all of that noise out and come together and help each other, and we can make it through this. I'm a hopeful person. I think that there is light at the end of the tunnel. But in order to get there, we all have to come together to help each other right now. And so I would ask that anyone come down and do the right thing by helping out any way you can. And, you know, the the flip side of that is it makes you feel pretty good. <laughs> it certainly does. It makes you feel good to do something good for someone else. Very nice. Wise words from uh, Mr. Grohl there. Love it. So check that whole interview out at WMMR.com. Uh, Marilyn Manson allegedly hung up in the middle of an interview with Metal Hammer after being asked about his former fiance actress, Evan Rachel Wood. Huh. Uh, she has made claims of abuse during a relationship when she was in her teens. And while Wood hasn't named Manson, people have speculated that it was him due to the timeline. Uh, Manson apparently hung up after Wood's name was mentioned. Um, there, it was reported that at the time he said... Look, this is where I head out to the photo shoot because I talk about music and I'm not here to talk about rumors. I understand that you have to ask a question like that, but I don't want to talk about rumors as music as I want to talk uh, rumors as music as I want to talk about music. Uh, when he was pressed for further comment, he stated, like I said, I won't qualify that with an answer. And then he hung up. So uh, if you talk to Marilyn, don't bring up Evan Rachel Wood. Right. There you go. And finally, Eddie Better is set to perform two new songs at the Venture Into Cures Benefit. Venture Into Cures is a one-hour virtual event that will go down on November 18th. Uh, Eddie is set to perform Matter of Time and a new version of Say Hi. I don't, is Say Hi a solo song of his, Nick? I don't know. Okay. Uh, the songs were inspired by Epidermy. Epidermolysis bullosa, which is a rare genetic connective tissue disorder. Uh, Eddie and his wife, Jill, co-founded uh, the EB Research Partnership, whose mission is to find a cure for the disease. Uh, other celebs that will be part of the event include Judd Apatow, Bradley Cooper, Laura Dern, Billie Eilish, Chris Hemsworth, Jimmy Kimmel, David Letterman, uh, Gaten uh, Matrazo, Stranger Things, mm-hmm, Adam Sandler, and Renee Zellweger. And musical performances by a whole bunch of people. A lot of people I don't recognize other than Adam Levine and Willie Nelson. Uh, but some people you may know like uh, Glenn Hansard and Andra Day. And Julie some, Jerkoff. Julie Jerkoff. Forgive me. Or she's going to be performing her song, Forgive Me. <laughs> uh, Jill Vetter said in a statement, Ed and I are incredibly able, uh, grateful for... <laughs> Uh, to, very apeful. Uh, uh, the most apiest we've ever been. Uh, uh, to everyone joining us for Venture into Cures, everyday kids with EB and their families face astonishing challenges 
And this event will give people a glimpse into the world. EBRP's mission is to find a cure, a cure for EB. And uh, and this event will help bring us one step closer to making that mission a reality, adding momentum to the work being done. Uh, Venture into Cures will stream globally on the Pearl Jam website and on other outlets as well. Uh, that's it. Yeah. That's what I have for you. Music news. Yeah. All right. Um, any of these left? Just one. One. $25 gift card to M's Place. Let's take caller number seven at 215-263-WMMR. And don't forget, it's part of the Bud Light Platinum thir- uh, Seltzer Thursday Night Home Gate kickoff. You can go to WMMR.com slash Bud Light to enter to win. Uh, Going to deliver everything you, need, everything you need for a kickoff at your at your home for the football weekend in style. Like a case of Bud Light Platinum set of custom WMMR Bud Light Platinum Seltzer pint glasses. And a gift card to your local restaurant like M's Place. So, caller 7, we set you up in M's is located at 2632 East Lehigh Avenue in Philadelphia. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Hit up the WMMR.com contest page for your chance to win the Bud Light Platinum Seltzer Homegate Kickoff Prize Pack, including a $100 Primo Hoagies gift card, a four-pack of custom pint glasses, a case of Bud Light Platinum, and more. All delivered personally by members of the Preston and Steve Show. WMMR.com. Everything that rocks. Time to wrap up today's show and uh, move along. I want to thank Brian Fassane for being on the program yeah. today. Uh, I'd like to thank Fox Good Day for a little combo station. And I especially want to thank uh, Bill and Joe from our engineering department for fixing the radio station. <laughs> <laughs> what a day. We're having some uh, technical problems, yes. And I, I got this uh, pretty serious text. I'll read it for you real quick here. It says, uh, Preston, Steve, Casey, Nick, Marissa, Kathy, you guys have saved my life. Uh, I woke up this morning wondering how I was going to make it through the day. But as soon as I turned on MMR, I knew I could take on anything thrown at me. Thank you for the laughs and entertainment and also for the heartwarming good you do for our community. You have really helped me turn my life around uh, much love. That is, uh, I'll leave the name out of it just yeah. in case. But uh, oh God, that's nice. So and nice. I'm hoping that it was our overcoming of adversity today and all our f ups that we had on the air that uh, made this person realize, well, their life sucks more than mine does. Well, in, in many ways, and already historians are likening what we did today to the Normandy invasion. No, oh, okay. and how we like were able to move eleven feet to another studio. Yes, and pick up our show. Uh, but thank you, Texter. We appreciate no, that, that and great. we are That's happy great. that you are feeling better. And um, yeah, try to uh, try to you know it's it's sometimes saying look on the bright side. It, it just falls I know, flat on I its know. face. It, but it's I know you you, you look know. for the words, but the truth of the matter is, it appears that they that this person has made that. It's it's made a difference, and that's um, you just be thankful for that. Yeah, yeah. Please do. Uh, Brent Porsche is another hey, reason. For us all. Hey, 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 morning, everybody. He's you know, here. It's crazy to think that you guys were even in our main studio <laughs> over there at one point. Mm-hmm. Yep. The one day or the one show that really sticks out to me was the day that Trey was here. You guys were doing Crack Shot number one during the morning, and to have Trey in there with all of his people, yeah, plus all of our people that were excited that Trey was there. I mean. On top of you guys, you barely fit in there, let yep. alone all the guests and everything oh, else, man. It's crazy yeah. to think. Yeah, It's so crazy. And we did a whole bunch of, I mean, we did stuff we had no justification in doing, but we jammed it into that studio. Right. Yeah, remember the time we hit, we had like a, like a 14-foot boa constrictor in a, uh, a box. in a container. 
Or and Joe. It was, Ed, it was Joe. Yeah, that it was, was Joe. Joe. Right we open it. Yeah. <laughs> It was in the corner. And then we had a dwarf under the console and had people who were afraid of the... That's right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was... Um, Nikki and Devin? Devin. Yeah, was terrified. So uh, yeah, we managed to fit We did a, a lot things. of things in that little studio. We did. We, we actually brought... A, that's where the horse was. We were in that studio. I don't know if the horse came in it, but... A little bit. A little bit of the way in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mostly in the green room. Yeah, we managed to... I think the fainting off. goats were in there, too. Uh-huh. Yeah, they, they never were fainted. There. Were they? they never fainted. They never fainted. Yeah. They never <laughs> fainted. <laughs> Uh, how about the letter of the day? Let's Ready? go. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. The letter A as in America. All right. And we have a 20-pack of digital movies and 25 show seasons, including 300, Beetlejuice, The Goonies, Full Metal Jacket, Batwoman Season 1, and The Flash Season 6 for a complete list. Uh, you can click contests at uh, WMMR.com, so I'll give that away on Friday. With A being for America, are you doing something for Veterans Day? Yeah, today, we're so? going to incorporate, actually, first, not, not only is it America uh, for Veterans Day today, it's the 23rd anniversary of the Million Decibel March, which was the free Metallica show at the Core State Center parking yeah. lot 23 okay. years ago, back in 1997. All the workforce blocks today are going to have bits and pieces of uh, Veterans Day uh, memorial stuff in there, whether it's a Star-Spangled Banner or I'm um, doing Five Finger Death Punch. They have some cool. songs that would be good for that as well. And I'm doing a block of Aerosmith as well coming up. I mean, I'm looking forward to hearing that. Absolutely. Uh, let me thank the sponsors. Preston and Steve Radio Show brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show, and also hers, Philly's favorite chip since 1946. Uh, tomorrow, we got some stuff coming up. Uh, it is Marie Osmond. What? She will be joining us. Yes, that Marie Osmond. Uh, Great American Smokeout. Dr. Rosenpenis. Yeah. We'll be on the show tomorrow. Are we doing the Great American Smokeout? No, okay. No. But he's he's, uh, he's, he's going to be doing some stuff virtually, and we'll let right. everybody know. Excellent. And we'll also talk to the amazing multiple President Steve Totally Office calendar cover girl, Lauren Harris. Wow. Just to remind us about the fact that we will be giving out our version of the calendar this year. It is a poster instead of a a flippable calendar. Um, And you're going to love it. And it's going to be for everyone who comes out to donate for the Camp Out for Hunger. So we'll talk to Lauren tomorrow, see how she's doing. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Why you gotta f- my morning off with your stupid f- call? Next message. I just gotta congratulate you guys. Way to save the show, man. You guys really got your together. Philly loves you. Next message. Preston, to quote your son, I'm so mad right now. My f- headphones broke and I can't listen. <laughs> I don't know if I can make it through the day. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.